gonna break it. I'm gonna break it. I was just picturing Goku going like Kaioken, like, ah, <laughs> ah. That, that's what's up, everybody? <laughs> ah, yeah, that shit. Ah, <laughs> Aaron, just like Aaron and I both collectively life. almost raged at different things in the last little bit here. Yeah. But, uh, uh, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jesse, aka Jester954, and I'm here with everyone's favorite uncle, Aaron Junkel Van Damme Mueller. Yeah, I almost just did a split <laughs> and broke this fucking iPad. Uh, so Jesse got so scared because sometimes... So I'm going to tell you something, Jesse. I just said when I say that, I'm not going to. But the one time I've actually broken some, which was the thing in my car, I literally held it and I was like, I'm going to punch this thing. <laughs> I can, And yeah. I was like, I can feel it. And then I tried not to and I kept messing with it. And then I just I was like, mm, I'm going to punch it. And I punched it and it felt really good. Not even going to front. Yeah, that happened to me back in 2013 or 13, I think, with uh, Ninja Wait, Gaiden I would have liked the story if you're like, that happened to me when I was a fucking baby. <laughs> no, it happened to me back in 2013-ish, I think. Uh, it was Ninja Gaiden 3, before they did the Razor's Edge reboot, where I got to this room that was so difficult that I looked at the PlayStation 3 DualShock, and I was like... I'm just going to break this. And I thought about it and I did, I twisted it from both ends and I ripped a PS3 controller in half. I'm very strong. And, uh, then I proceeded to have to go spend 60 bucks and buy another one. Sometimes so. it's, it feels good. Like that's going to be a $200 fix when I go to get it fixed. Cause I'm probably just going to wait and fix that, like get it replaced when I go to trade my car in later, you know, I'm, I'm the, paying it off the car stereo. Yeah. I'm paying it off in like a year ish. Uh, well, in May next year. I thought I had it. I thought it was January, but they must have fucking given me, like, uh, your first three payments or some shit free. You know, one of those fucking mm-hmm. car dealership things. Uh, but Yeah, yeah so. which don't do that. You just you just end up having to pay it later. Yeah, it's just on the back end. It ain't a free payment. Yeah. <laughs> I just did my taxes, and they're like, oh, if you want, we can, like, you don't have to pay anything. We'll just take it out of your taxes, but it's an extra 40 bucks. On, I'm like, no, I'll just pay it now. The tax return will be in three weeks. What do I need to like nickel and dime forty bucks? Like fuck you, take my money. But yeah, so yeah. the basically we went to start and yeah, the iPad. So my beautiful wife Kelsey started her own podcast. Uh, it's called Beauty Guides. Mm-hmm. Guides, as in like I'm guiding you down a path. Uh, it's her Be- and uh, Beauty Guys. The fucking Beauty Guys. Listen, some fucking fruity shit that these. <laughs> These bitches out here putting out on the fucking internet. I don't know what I'm talking about. Bitch putting avocado on her face. Look at that shit. Cucumbers. Fucking cucumbers smoky eye. Eyes. What the fuck is a smoky eye? Bitch, I'll just hit you. I'll give you a smoky eye, bitch. I'll give you two. <laughs> These are new characters we do while streaming right now, by the way. <laughs> Please don't take them seriously. Yeah, they are as far from... But anyways, um, so Kelsey started her own podcast, and they record um, you know, on the early part of the day, on the day that we record generally. Well... Really, we record on Fridays usually, but um, this week we're on Thursday. Anyways, so I set her up and I got everything done. And I, she didn't do it, but when I, I must, you know, I locked or I shut down the iPad. And when I did it, I don't know, maybe I held the button for too long or something, and it like freaked out. Because when I went to turn it on just now, it was like locked out. But 
I didn't realize at first what I was so pissed about was that I thought it just reset like it like wiped yeah the factory, factory reset, reset reset and I was like oh no we just lost everything like we you know we could easily get our song which I did I made a copy of it because we we just have it on the iPad but um like I thought but all, all the drops, drops yeah like I could we would forget more drops you know like whatever yeah, I'm from Broxton yeah and so you know at first I was like shut it down. And then I was like, "Pull the trigger, nigga! I got all night." <laughs> and I said, "I'm, I'm going to take this shit outside and break it." And just was like, "Don't break it!" And I mean, I didn't tell you it wasn't yeah, no, until after. I was, but... I was also trying not to like be like, "No, nah, man, it's cool," because I know that makes it worse. So I was like, "I mean, fuck the iPad, but like, don't break it though. Like, don't break it, but 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 fuck that thing." You know. <laughs> you fucking cool. We talk a lot of shit about our buddy, dude. He he brought up coming back on the show one time. I told him, I'm like, we clown you a lot, dog. So just be warned. Yeah, but he has to know it's when we talk about souls mainly because he's like us, except he he's like the extremes of us. You know what I mean? Like he's really good and will beat them, but he's also like rages like me to the point where he like gets rid of his games or breaks them. You know, like he like he trades yeah. them in or whatever. So it's like. He's like the proto-Souls player, you know? He's like a mix between you and Seth. Because yes. he has the rage, yeah. but then he has the skills because he does similar stuff. Like, you know, the, like, the story we've told a million times where Sekiro beat him so hard in the first two hours that he got rid of all his Souls games. And then, like, two months later, he's like, let me try that game again. And he proceeded to get every ending and, like, beat it completely. <sighs> so, yeah. Well, so well, let's go into it. Uh, so I raged about that. Jesse raged about uh, some subs. Sandwiches. Sandwiches, <laughs> man. So, I mean, I won't tell the whole thing because it's forever. I spent 45 minutes in a fucking sandwich line, which is my fault. I should have just not gotten the sandwich. But here in Florida, we have something called a public sub. It's a very uh, lauded after sub. And you got to be careful because sometimes you walk in there and there's a long line. They take forever to make. I get there, I'm, lo- I'm noticing there's like six people in front of me, but there's one guy hasn't moved. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? This guy had shown up 20 minutes before to just out of nowhere be like, I need seven subs. That's hey, so dipshit, weird. you're supposed to call ahead for stuff like that. Yeah, dude. So he's got a mound. They're building a pyramid of subs in front of him. He's got seven subs. Then, you know what he proceeds to do? He goes... Oh, like for all the sides, like the lettuce and tomatoes and whatever, I need extra for each sub. So get a little baggie and fill each baggie with a handful of lettuce, three slices of tomato, and he effectively builds seven extra side salads. But he refers to them as those are just extra sides for the sandwich. Like if you say put the oil and vinegar on the side and they give you a little container, he has them build seven sandwiches with sides on with like lettuce and shit on them then he wants seven side salads made it's like dude you need to go buy salad like he's trying to effectively scam his way into getting like side salads whatever that's some bullshit too i would be so annoyed i'd be like nah bro sorry we ain't making you some fucking free salads like get out of here yeah dude and uh then you know a couple people go by go by and there's two people in front of me and i'm like they look like they just came back from the gym and i'm ready to go they get up. We need five subs. And I'm like, fucking bastard. So they're making their five sandwiches. And, you know, like one of them <laughs> is like she's reading off the phone. She wants light mayo and also just one line squirt of ranch. It's like, come on, man. Just fucking ask for a sandwich. 
Then when they're about to get their fifth sandwich, the guy goes, oh, wait, I need one more. So oh I'm like, oh, God. it's six now. And I'm losing my shit. And there's a girl behind me. I'm like, we're almost there. And she's like, oh, it's fine. We ain't got nowhere else to be, you know? It's just time. Not like we're busy or anything. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm thinking, and it's like 740. You know, I'm like, I got to be on air in 20. I don't tell her this. No, but, but that I, was her being uh, shady, bro. She was tossing shade. Yeah, she's like, we ain't got shit to do. And I'm like, I do, bruh. Anyway, so um, I get my sandwich. It's I'm, I'm super quick. I'm like, you know, uh, foot long, white bread, turkey, cheddar, lettuce, pickles, done. Right? I tell the girl the thing. She makes it in less than a minute. Does a pretty bad job making my sandwich, not going to lie. And I feel in my head, grab the sandwich and football spike it. Just like... <laughs> Like, like slam it on the ground and then like jump on it like a toddler. No, you got to do the thing where you slam it and then you point both hands in the air and wiggle your knees. You know, the classic <laughs> football move. Never to give it a people's elbow. <laughs> um, so I'm so mad. I'm like shaking, bro. But I'm like, whatever. And that's it. It was just took forever. And like, I, I remember I get up to the, to the checkout line and the girl's like, um, uh, you know, they have to ask those courtesy questions. Oh, yeah. so did I, you find everything? Everything go well today in, in Publix and I just look at her and I go I'm just going to say yes for your sake <laughs> and she goes okay, okay did you find everything okay and I said I'm just going to say yes and she's like okay because I know in my head I want to tell her like you don't care you have to ask me that it's not like if I tell you today was one of the worst experiences I've had in this fucking grocery store in the last 10 years but in the end I'm thinking in my head bro she doesn't care and even if you told management they don't care, and you're just being a salty bitch because you, th- your dumbass, decided to walk into like it's a real gamble. If you want a public sub, you gotta clear at least thirty minutes from your clock because you might walk in and get lucky. Yeah, but even if there's three no people go. in front of you, that's twenty minutes. And miraculously, when it's your turn, you're finished in less than a minute. I don't know. Yeah, it's sandwich raging, dude. I generally avoid pub subs. Like people love them. First of all, I don't like the cornmeal they put all over the bottom of the fucking bread. But yeah, also, so it's, it's generally forever, like always. But they're huge, though. If you get one, that's like food for two days. They're like three pounds. They're like heavy. So, yeah. So then I rush home. I eat a quarter of one as fast as I can. And Aaron's like, oh, you're good, man. I see like, oh, it shows you're playing Apex. I'm like, all right, he's in a good mood. Because sometimes if I'm like, yo, let's start at 8.05, you're like, forget it. It's too late. <laughs> so, I'm, <laughs> so I'm like, oh. And then when <laughs> you're like, the iPad wiped itself. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. But we did it. I'm no longer shaking. We did I'm it. I'm no longer it's upset. Done. We did it. We survived. I did not get a misdemeanor charge for acting out in a grocery store. And Aaron did not break the iPad. So, like I've said multiple times, I have frustration issues, and they always resolve or revolve around fucking technology, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, you're supposed to do the thing I paid you to do. Like, I bought you to do this one thing. I'm going to need you to do it. And if you don't, I'm about to fuck your ass up. Like, <laughs> Yeah, bro. Like, fuck, fuck technology. My mom did the thing again the other day where fucking boomers, bro. They confuse video games and technology. Yeah. And like, you know how to use like, stuff because you use one yeah. thing. So, like, she bought some new pr- uh, printer, the worst Why? appliance. The, well, she works from home. She needs, uh, to, yeah, she yeah, needs yeah, a printer. Yeah. So, and the other one we had got a jam so bad to the point where it's like, oh, you, you just need to throw this printer out. 
fixing it is going to cost more than just buying a new one. So she buys a new printer, and she's like, oh, just really quick, when you have a chance, mijo, uh, just I'll hook, that pr- hook up the printer. And it's one of those printers that's like there's no cables, so it's not like simply connect the cable from the printer to the computer so it knows who it's talking to. It's one of these Bluetooth shit. And she's like, you're very good at computers. You know what you're doing. That's all you do is computers. And I'm like, bitch, I play vi- I play Mega Man and Street Fighter. I play PlayStation. I you literally plug it in and it just works, generally. Yeah, dog. Like, I I have panic attacks trying to reset, like, Skype shit. Like, I don't even know how to use Zoom. Yeah. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. so we. It we literally have... took you, like, two years to learn how to get Skype. Or, no. It took you almost this entire year to get Skype fully, like, you can just yeah. log in and go. <laughs> and sometimes, like, you guys can't hear me, and I'm texting, and I'm shaking, freaking out. And you're like, just reset the, like, your primary audio driver thing, which is very simple. But it still confuses the shit out of me. Yeah. I still get very confused. Because um, <sighs> your boy's very good at video games. He's not good at technologies. <laughs> This is what uh, I fucking I need to get a new iPad eventually, anyways, because this app is so slow. It's actually this app doesn't even exist anymore. They like moved to a different one, and then that app doesn't exist. I went to try to figure out how to put music on here for Kelsey's podcast, and uh, it was a struggle. The struggle bus was real. I had to figure it out on my own. Yeah, uh, I was thinking like, what gen or how old is that iPad? It's a Gen two, so oh, it's the oldest okay. iPad of all time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So that was your mom's birthday yes, present, from man. Yeah, <laughs> from Uncle <Hunger laughs> man. When I was in middle school, he gave me the first one. Um, Alrighty. So it's been you know two weeks. So last week we took off for my birthday. Um, I just wanted to like I had two days off and I I, I didn't want to like give myself a job. You know what I mean? Not that this is a job, mm-hmm. but it's a scheduled thing. And sometimes I just need to like have a day where like nothing is on the schedule. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sorry, I don't move the cord. Um, so that said, uh, I'm 38 now. I'm old as fuck. Uh, I did my taxes for my birthday. Nice. So did I. Did them yesterday, or the day before. Yeah, I had to go with Kelsey. So we went to Keith's lady. He gave us his accountant. Uh, so we went to her because it's our first year as like homeowners. You know, with a full year of interest paid. Oh, and you're married. And we're married. So we wanted to see what. Because so Kelsey was doing her own and she ended up owing a shitload of money because, um, while she was when she was furloughed from the one job before she started her current teaching gig, um, she was on uh Obamacare, you know, she she signed up for that, so she had yeah, that'll fuck you. The lady told me, yeah, she was like, Obamacare will fuck, like, she's like, it's good and all cool, but she's like, um. A lot of people end up having to pay because Obamacare will overpay. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. So with with hers, it was just that they base it off your last year's income, um, and she made significantly more this year than she did last year. So it they underestimated her income. So like whatever, there was an imbalance there. And then while she was furloughed, you know, she had gotten the the unemployment with the little kicker. So whatever, it was she was gonna owe like close to two grand. Um, holy shit yeah really so we went in and that lady's awesome and and you know kelsey's done a lot of stuff like 1099ing and she she wrote a book so she could write off a lot of shit so the lady just helped us get to the point where like because i was scared i'm like bro i need my tax return like i need to pay off my medical bills like you know i've got shit i gotta pay off uh and i, I got scared. my video games on my shit i was scared you know that it was just like <clears> if <throat> i if we filed together it was just gonna eat up my entire one just to you know make it so she didn't have to pay which 
That would I mean, suck. I probably would have done just <laughs> Your because... Your whole tax return goes to her yeah, fucking book. I probably would have done it just because as a household, you know, I don't want her to owe money. That's just putting us in debt, you know what I mean? Like, we, you know, our finances are separate, but if she's broken and, and then, you know, I'm broke, we're, we're broke, you know? <laughs> so, uh, but luckily the lady got it. So I literally, I think my, my return is like just over $100 less, but she had to pay nothing. So, because um, she told me, hey, here's yours if you filed single. <coughs> Uh, and then after she like got all the write-offs done and everything, she was like, "Here's what you'll get, you know, afterwards." And it was, I think, a hundred and five dollars total, um, less. So awesome. So like, I sp- spent a hundred bucks to save like almost two thousand, you know. So okay. I will take that deal any day. And then Kelsey has less stress. She doesn't have like a new bill to pay, you know, like whatever. Like, get yeah. it out of here. I don't understand how, regardless of what I make, whether it's thirty grand in a year or fifteen. I get the same return every year. Yeah. So weird. Uh, well, so I'm also really mad because, <laughs> dude, I was so mad. We were sitting there and I'm like, I'm stoked because I'm like, my first year's a homeowner. We got the homestead exemption. I don't know what the fuck that does, but I've heard from everybody it's really good for your taxes. Yeah. Fucking Everybody Donald, tells you things about Donald get married, Trump, then you get tax breaks. Donald Trump, that fat piece of orange shit, fucked me. Everyone... Sucks his dick about his fucking tax reform that he did. He can eat my shit. Anyone who enjoyed his taxes can suck my fucking balls. I hope you go broke, and I hope you. What did he do though? I don't. I don't understand the taxes. Because he removed uh, itemization. Because what he did was he doubled the uh, standard deduction. Right. So generally. Before, you had a $6,300 gen, uh, standard deduction. So if you didn't have any itemization or you you know, you know, have nothing to deduct, they're automatically going to deduct $6,300 off your income. And that's going to go towards, you know, like uh, giving you your return, whatever. And then there's like a calculation that gets done. I don't know. Well, he doubled that, but then removed. So the way it works is you either get that or you itemize. And if your itemization is more than that, then obviously you're going to start getting more money, right? So if you... If you itemize, meaning like I would write off my uh, um, interest for my mortgage, my insurance for my mortgage, you know, uh, Kelsey would deduct all her fucking, you know, work shit and book writing stuff and all that. And then eventually, you know, you itemize it out and it gets higher than that. And then, uh, it you know, it starts to be valued more. Well, he made it so like the standard deduction is now double that. So it's 12600 And like our, our itemized would have been like 11000 So... In the end, like, it's whatever. It, it just fucked me out of, like, getting to actually make, you know, use of my buying a house. So I'm just annoyed because I'm like, every single thing that everyone says about buying a house is dog shit and don't listen to them. If you can mm-hmm. rent, rent for the rest of your life because your life has an endpoint and you don't own shit. Nothing is real, right? Yeah. These bitches, like, Keith was like, dude, you're, it's going to be cheaper than renting or the same price. I pay $400 more a month than I did on my uh, rent because, you know, my life is a joke. It's like, and you get to write off it, write off your taxes. I don't get to write shit off because Donald Trump ruined my life. Every single thing sucks my dick, and I hate every person who told me to buy a house. Like, I love my house, and I'm, I'm fine here. You know what I mean? I'm glad we bought a house, but, like, all the shit that people feed you is bullshit. Fuck them, and fuck you if you buy a house. <laughs> don't buy a house. Uh, ownership is, is fake. Life is impermanence. We're all going to die. We all have a fucking expiration date. Anyways, uh, so my birthday was cool. I got uh, the gift of, you know, not having to owe any money to the IRS. So we're good there. Um, 
got some bath bombs, did that, uh, hung out with my friends a little bit, uh, you know, social distance, birthday party at Ian's house. <laughs> uh, we just kind of hung out, you know, I had a little lunch and then, uh, left. Um, I watched, uh, WandaVision. Shit is crazy. Did you, are you caught up? Yeah, you saw it. Yeah, we, we talked about it. You saw it. Um, I believe so. It ends with the hug, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a crazy big deal. So if you don't want WandaVision spoilers, we're just going to talk real briefly about it. Um, it's just a cool thing to talk about, but I understand. Yeah, it'll be later, right? No, we'll just do it right now. Uh, okay, just so yeah, skip, probably skip ahead a couple yeah, minutes. Yeah, skip like five minutes ahead. And then if if we're if you hear we're past it, then you know once you've watched it, go back. Um, so starting now. I'm just excited. Like, so I, you know, we knew this was how they were going to bring mutants in, right? Like, I mean, and, and again, I this didn't. could be fake. You know, this could be anything. Like, th- this could not truly be uh, Quicksilver from, you know, so what we got was um, Evan Peters' uh, Quicksilver from the... Pietro. Pietro from um, the Fox From the films. Fox movies. Yeah, who is the better Quicksilver. He's literally the best part of those recent films. Like, he's... Yeah. You know, he's always, and the other moment, guy was too, like, oh, hot, look at me. Yeah, my shirt's tight. Yeah, also, I fucked my like... sister from Godzilla. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I knew that I had the idea that they were going to reverse the No More Mutants thing from the comic. That was my thought. This is how they're going to bring them in. They own Fox. You know, they they bought the the movie rights. I think they own Fox, so they have the movie rights for mutants now. Yeah, I think everything's. I think we're all set. Like we're all set yeah. for. I'm saying I think we'll get X-Men movies after Era 2. I think we'll get X-Men movies in like 7 to 10 years. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking in 5. I'm thinking around 7 to 10 from when the acquisition happened, which was like 2 years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll see. So I thought my my idea was Scarlet Witch is going to do a reverse No More Mutants. I don't know how to, they would write that in, but you know, the idea of to bring mutants in to merge the worlds like my thought being she's going to merge a reality in which Vision's not dead, right? Like, because he's dead and, you know, she loves him, whatever. But now he's back and they say, like, he's back. So who knows? Yeah, um, I don't really get how he's back. There, That fucking one horror moment where they show him dead was pretty crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was such a cool I just don't cool get how shot. he's alive. I don't know either. Oh, well. Um, but my jaw was on the floor. I was not expecting it. So you know who I thought it was? When they showed the back of his head, I thought it was old Cap. Like, I thought it was going to be Chris Evans, you know, like, trying to appeal to her in his old man form, like, saying, hey, Wanda, you know this is wrong. Whatever, you know? Um, I also thought when she hears the voice on the radio that ends up being Jimmy Woo, um, I thought it was going to be Cap as well. I thought it was Cap. Like, I thought he was saying, Wanda, who's doing this to you? You know, like... This is before mm-hmm. we knew she was in control, but she's not really in control because she didn't do that. So we'll see. I'm excited for tomorrow. Um, gonna watch that. Uh, I watched Uncle Peckerhead. Have you seen that? The fuck's that? No. It's you a horror movie. Is. It's on Shutter or it's on Prime, I think. It's about a roadie, like a so this little three piece punk band. They're trying to go on tour, and their van gets repoed, and so they're walking around town handing out flyers like, "Can we borrow your van?" Basically, like we'll we'll buy gas and we'll give you a little bit of money, but we need it for a band. We're going to like six shows in like three cities or whatever, so we'll be back in a week or whatever. And so they like stick one on this guy's van, and he comes out. And he's like, "This is my house, bro. I live in this." <laughs> and so he's like, but "You know what? I'll uh, I'll take." 
I'll take you guys. If you give me a little bit of money, you know, I'll drive you around and we can just fucking party, whatever. Well, he ends up being like a weird monster. Every night at midnight, he turns into like this demonic form and eats people. And so, hmm. Uh, they his like, name's Uncle Peckerhead. Yeah, his name's Peckerhead, and they call him Peck. Uh, okay, it's it's a cool little movie. It, it it's like very low budget, you know, whatever, but it's fun. Um, and I really like the climax of the film. It's I'll spoil it because you'll probably never watch it. But like, so they go on tour and whatever. Yeah, I'm not watching that shit. They go on tour. So if you guys are gonna watch it, you know, uh, skip ahead again, whatever. Um, and so like. At first, the girl sees it. So their first show, he kills the the promoter because he doesn't pay them. He gives them three dollars, which is like a dollar each, bitch, and then like laughs at them. And so then he goes in. He's hungry, so he's like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna eat his ass." So she catches him. She goes in like trying to figure out where he's at, and he's just eviscerating this guy. And she runs out, and the other two band members are like, "What's going on?" And she's like, "You fucking killed someone." And then he comes out. He's like, "He's not dead. He's fine. He's like covered in blood." He's like, "He's <laughs> fine, dude. I just wanted to rough him up a little bit for treating you guys like that." And then um, they're like, well, we're going to go check. And he's like, okay, all right, all right, all right. He's dead. <laughs> like, he explains, like, all right, whatever, I'm a monster. And so he's really nice. He's, like, really sweet to them. He's got this real country accent. And he, like, tells them, hey, every night I, you know, at 1150-something, I shoot myself up with a tranquilizer so that I won't do it. You know, I've been <clears throat> trying to keep it in check, and I just didn't. I lost track of time tonight, so whatever. So he's, like, on the road with them, and they go tour to tour whatever. So then uh, they find they're like on their second to last <clears throat> night, they see a news report about the last hotel they were at. And the there's like someone dead there, like two people who got eaten and they're like, what the fuck? So he's like, yeah, whatever. I, the guy, don't take the drugs. It's water. I don't give a fuck. I eat people, whatever. But I haven't eaten you guys. Like I'm your friend, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then uh, the cops show up right when they're about to do their big show like they have this the the whole movie's like leading up to the show where there's going to be a promoter there that or this lady that's in a band and she owns a record label and so they're like if we get in front of her i really think she might like our band because we're like very similar and the music and it's pretty good like they're like this little duo punk band you know like but like melodic punk like a blinky pop punk type thing you know okay um and so the cops show up and they're like is this your van and then you see she's like the main girl sees peckerhead like kind of fading into the crowd like whoops you know and they're like fuck so then you see like news reports and they're like going over their trial and they get off and so then they're having a a show that like to commemorate them getting off because the the last two people he was gonna eat he had kidnapped and like they basically vouched like no there was a dude with them that was doing all this and they had nothing to do with it so then they got off whatever and then they're playing their last show and it's like going great. They're about to get their record deal, you know. And then in the crowd, she just sees him and it's her her alarm starts going off on her watch, which she had set to his time. Even though know, it's been months, but she's probably got PTSD. And she sees it. And then the the camera just slowly zooms in on her while she's playing music and you just hear people screaming. And it's like maybe like 40 seconds. But it was such a fun little way to end it. Like you don't have to see all the carnage. You just see her watching like her dreams get crushed as a demon eats the entire crowd basically you know like just is killing everyone that's pretty fun yeah it was it was a really cool little thing um very low budget but it was a good movie um i enjoyed it um how many dicks uh I'd probably give it a four four out of okay. five yeah um in terms of games i've been playing sekido so we all started sekido <laughs> i have been playing it off stream except for one night and even that night like I said I hate this game like three times. <laughs> but yeah. I've been doing good. Like 
it really does, and I I mean this truly, it does benefit you just to play the game how it's supposed to be played, like how they're teaching you to play. You want to parry, you want to push the attack. You know, you don't want to run because it's not made to run. I still suck at recognizing the signs of what type of counter you need to do to the kanji moves you know the unblockables yeah. or whatever Doesn't and you can stuff. you can block those they're just the parry window is very small i've blocked like a bunch of the makiri ones um i think spe- some are jump only though no you can block all of them but it, it, they just oh. make the parry windows really really small so it's to punish you if you if you don't block perfect you know what i mean um but and if you do the jump move to it um, you you know the jump or the makiri you get a humongous chunk of posture damage which is great um so that's the one thing i struggle with and i'm really scared to fight the guardian ape because <laughs> i know he's a bitch like i Damn, know you're already there man you're already at him dude i was so mad when i got to those damn monkeys there's a part where like i thought i had to get past these guys i was so fucking mad and then you kind of go down, you have to go past the snake, and then the snake is where the ghosts are, and there's poison, ghosts, and the snake, and I could not figure out how to get past the snake. But then I looked to the left, and I found a little ledge, and I'm like, <clears throat> easy clap, bro. I had figured out the running path. Like, you don't have to fight anything. You just run through all of it, right? And then cut left, jump, drop down, and then there's like a little ledge you can jump up to. And it's right behind his head, so I'm like, hell yeah, I'm just going to sneak past him. You get up there, he immediately bites you and knocks you off. And I'm like, this is impossible. What am I supposed to do? And so I looked it up, and literally you just jump, and you do the raven's feather immediately upon landing, and that lets you phase through an attack. And so he swings past you, and you just run away. And it's just you just get a gland. Like, there's nothing even there. It's weird. Nice. Um, But I did really good this playthrough. Like, uh, Wasteland gets mad at me because I say I beat all these guys first try, but it's my first attempt this playthrough. Really my second attempt on any of these bosses. Yeah, but like I told him also... The last time we really played this game was at launch. Was at the first two months of launch. Yeah, I beat Yobu. I beat so the ogre took me three tries, um, but I never died. Same. I just ran no, away. It took me about five. Yeah, I just ran away every time. Like once he beat me up, I'm like bye, and then I you know zip up onto the tree and would jump back to the. the oh no, I'm a loser. I cheesed him. There's one specific ledge you can stand on where he will just like stare at you like an idiot and try to walk towards you, and you can just slash him in the face. And see, it's super cheese. He didn't even give me much trouble, to be honest. It's that I got caught by two of his grab attacks, uh, and oh, each time, each time he would get me to my res. So then I'd wait for him to turn around, and I'd just res and run away. Um, the last time I fought him, I just recognized that like he rears back a little bit. He pulls his arms back. And either way, he's going to either dive at you or run. So just run straight backwards. And then I just yeah. whipped his ass. I just used fire on him. Beat, beat, beat. Use fire. Beat, beat, beat. And there's a way what you can... What kind of can, fire? Uh, the flame vent. Man, I'm super dumb. I forgot. It's in the memory, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, dude. In a, it's, it's, it's sitting in a fire. fire. Yeah. So what you oh, want to do is get that you yet. hit him with an oil, then you use that, and it's going to put a dot on him. So it's going to lower his health and up his posture a little bit at a time. But it also stuns him. So first you engage him hit him a couple times while he's breaking out then just run straight back run to where that little merchant is jump to the wall to the right of him and just hang on it and he'll de-aggro and walk away and then you can yeah run up do a sneak attack and then you're already set you know you can fucking get some yeah you know then it's just one bubble and then just uh flame vent hit 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 i think it's three hits and then you want to back off and then 
uh, just block his attacks. Like he, his kick's a good one to parry because it's like a pretty easy uh, window. And then um, if you see him rear back at all, like either direction, if his elbows, both his elbows go back, basically, he's about to grab. Um, and so then, yeah, whatever. The ones that fuck me, I hate every single spear enemy in that game. Every single one, I hate them all. I hate fighting them. Spears are annoying. And mm-hmm. you think like, McKitty counter, dude, easy peasy. They never do it. <laughs> Unless you, <laughs> you have to distance them and then they'll do it. And it's that makes it easier. Um, the guys that I really had fun fighting were the two centipedes, the claw guys. The two little weird like monster dudes that have claws that do like, choo, 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 choo. Oh yeah, this is cool. You can get especially their the big one mm-hmm. has a um a, a, it's a just a straight up like num- like a number puzzle. It's like four parries, then you can hit them twice. Five parries, jump, attack, and repeat. So with him, I just let him uh do. So the only uh kanji attack they do is a jump attack, and it's very easy to counter, and it does a humongous posture damage. So I just would sit like mid distance from him so that he'll start doing his five uh five three attack so it goes like mm-hmm. one two three four five pa- little pause one two three and i got mm-hmm. the timing down i beat him first try um nice because i got a stealth attack so the one that you go to go to like where you have to go into his room and you can't do anything that one took me two tries because the camera gets real fucked up in that room. There's a bunch of beams and I got stuck behind them a million times because you have to be like locked on so that you can see the pairing, you know? Yeah. That's right. After the gun people, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I remember that, but I enjoyed those fights. They were fun. I, I raged at him once I called him a motherfucker. It took me three tries. Um, that's the second one. I got really mad because each time I'd get him to like literally one or two parries and I'd have him dead and then I'd get blocked in a corner and I couldn't see. And then I just, like, I was spamming block, but then he would just kill me. Um, but the first one, I you go around the room, kill all the little ones, and then you can get a stealth beat on him. And so I did that. And if you get to him, you can jump over the wall at the backside of his room, run up the hill halfway up, and or maybe just over halfway, and there's, like, two lizards. Kill them real quick and then stay stealth, and they'll de-aggro. So you can just keep kind of going back and forth to get all the different little babies and then you can go back in, drop down, get a stealth on him. And I beat him without taking a single hit. Like, I just parried all of it. Sweet. First try. Because once you start to, like, see the game, it's not easy at all. Like, I would never say that. But it it makes more sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd, like we always said, the struggle was really um, figuring out, like, the game, you know? So I'm I'm pretty far in. Uh, I beat Genichiro for the first time ever in my life. It took me four tries, um, and that second, that third form, uh, second and third form, I beat first try. Like I just the first wow. form I couldn't get through, and then I kind of learned him. Like because the second form he just gets one or two extra attacks, and they're they're pretty easy to get get through. You know, um, it's it's really all just about pushing the attack, um. You know, because they don't give you time to heal. That's one thing that really annoys me. I, one thing I don't like about Sekido is something that I kind of have an issue with with the Souls series in general. Like all the From games, is the the further out they get, the more forms they give bosses, and it's real annoying. Like, oh yeah, I like max two phase boss, and really, I'd like them to have one health pool, two phases. Like if you get them to half, then they start freaking out, right? 
because yeah. that's fun. That gives you like, all right, I got the first half, but now now I just got to get you good at the second half. I know if I've got, you know, my five S this at least by this point, I can I can probably survive, right? When it's like I got to get through one whole health bar, or posture gauge, right? Then it's a, another one, and then you think you got it, like Genichiro. I think the first time I ever, you know, the first time I played through, I got to his third phase. And when I hit that, I had zero heals and I was like, fuck this game. That's where I quit. I was like, yeah, I oh, that. oh, yeah, no, I'm not interested in this. <laughs> yeah, because then you think, well, when I come back, at least I'll start at the third phase. No, no, you do, do all, all three of, again. All of it, do yeah. all of it again. And one thing that's very frustrating in Sekido for me is their limitation on buff items. Like, you should be able to have infinite candies, like, on you yeah. instead of three. Like, no, let me buff however much I want. Let me go farm and buy it. All the merchants have limited stock, which is very annoying because I want pebbles or uh, pellets. I want to have infinite of them so I can run around the world and explore and have that intermediate healing so I'm not wasting my gourds in case I fight a boss or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I've learned to deal with that struggle, but that is a big frustration point with me. Is like I should be able to buy infinite candies infinite pellets you know each merchant should just have an infinite stock of whatever they have other than like the gourd seed or you know the flame vent or you know the, the sorry the robert's firecrackers or whatever oh shit. Uh, i mean that's why what i do like that's like my method of play is super heavy farming because then i can do dumb shit like you know like i put the demon demon bell on and like right now I'm having trouble. So I'm just, I'm just leveling the fuck out of my character by killing enemies hundreds of times and slowly getting my ability points and just buying all the abilities, which doesn't make you stronger. That's not prayer beads, but I'm at least opening up different attacks that I'm not using, I guess. Like you know what I did? Special slashes. I farmed. There's a perfect farming route. If you get past Gyobu, just past him, there's three rats, the little guys with the straw hats. Mm-hmm. And there's one gun guy, so you you get a bell right past him or a, a statue. Run up, kill the gun guy, jump up to the top, cut right. You can sneak attack one of the rats. You can sneak attack a second one and the third one you fight. Get the axe, use it at least once. Max you need three times, uh, because it just depends on their posture or whatever. If he does a kanji attack and jumps, just dash back once and then use it immediately, and you'll crack him. And you can farm that root. And you get like a couple hundred gold or like a hundred gold each uh, or, you know, each run, something like that. Maybe a little less, maybe like 50, but it's like 90 XP each one of those guys. Mm. And with the demon bell on, it might even be a little more and you get items. I got a bunch of pellets. You get a bunch of crafting items, the scrap iron and the gunpowder you get from them. It's nice. I really... don't think you get extra experience. You only get extra. Um, oh, well, they give you uh, a ton drops. of experience and, you know, that eventually isn't as good a farming route. Like, I use it now for money if I need, um, but I I end up buying 900 spirit emblems, so I'm always getting those. And then um, I went and bought out, like, a bunch of stuff. I need to go back and farm 5K, because you can use Mibu balloons as well, and then they last even if you rest, so you just keep resting, running the route, and you'll get a little more gold each time. Um, but I need to buy the mask, like, the half of the mask at the one guy, in, you know, because if you get all three, you can eventually... Did you know that if you make the mask, you can start to exchange five skill levels, skill points, you know, uh, for one attack damage or one attack boost. So 10% each time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would have to get five of the blue bars complete. Yeah. But you can find farm routes, dude. And you can do that quick. Not quick, but hmm. 
could do it at least two or three times and then you'd be like buff like you could buff mm. yourself out because that's one thing about Sekido, man you have to fight bosses just to get stronger yeah well one of the, the the fish guy has one part of the mask where's the other ones in the dungeons you find a merchant in the dungeon the third one i can't remember where it is but okay we'll i mean across it. that's a that's a late game thing anyways but um but yeah so i've been enjoying it i haven't played for a couple days now um but it felt good to finally beat Genichiro. i beat all the mini bosses so far like the only one i've cheesed i cheesed two which were the two snake eyes the fucking uh the two yes, I think they're called snake eyes, right? Yeah, they're the snake eyes. Sh- Shinjiru and something else. The first one, she's on like a little hill, and you, it's like really annoying because you have to keep like you you literally have to grapple to her while a million guys are shooting at you. But once you're to her, yes. if you jump up past her and uh, sidle up the wall, you go around the edge. She'll diagro, and you can walk back and get one hit on her. You know, like a free mm-hmm. stealth. I kill. remember that. Then you run up. You know, you run up the thing. She chases you up. Drop off the little hill. She'll drop past. You can do two hits, and then you just keep doing that run up drop down two hits run up drop down two hits and uh you get the free kill you know and then the other one you just get the um shield the umbrella shield run at her immediately use it walk into the because she can't hit you and it doesn't take spirit emblems or anything it just takes stamina each hit um walk into the the poison let her follow you and then i ran all the way back to the beginning uh grappled up and then jumped over onto one of the ledges that she couldn't hit me on and she would walk into the poison to do it so i just had to sit Mm -hmm. there for like 15 minutes and then she eventually died yeah it takes well i'm happy they didn't patch any of that shit because that's how i killed that one is just watching them walk into the poison and slowly kill themselves the guy so you know the uh spear guy that's right outside where you actually first start the game with kudo the like spear general his (laughs) is an easy cheese get the axe walk up to him get your stealth hit and then just literally slash slash axe slash slash axe he can't do anything you may get hit once or twice but really yeah the 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 spear general Mm -hmm. slash slash heavy Uh, axe slash slash heavy axe and then you'll break after i think it's like five or six times you'll break his posture or you'll run out of spirit emblems and then it's just literally you just have to slash a couple times and you'll break it i i did it super easy because so, okay. I don't feel bad because that fight is really annoying. Like, even mm-hmm. now when I'm doing better, he's a spear guy and they're terrible and I hate every one of them. So I don't care. And I need them. Give me them beads, bitch. I need, I need yeah, help. Yeah, prayer beads. Yeah. So, anyways, I've been playing that. Uh, I started uh, Valheim, which is a fun little Viking survival game. Um, I had a lot of fun with Wasteland and uh, Pencil last night. We fought a bunch of trolls and shit. Uh, Moonwitch came into the voice chat which was really cool so we've all heard her voice we had a little quick talk and then she she bailed and said she was gonna go watch your stream nice um but yeah we had a lot of fun it's it's uh early access on steam but it's pretty polished for an early access um and it's just a yeah, viking, it pretty cool viking minecraft basically um but i'm not, i'm a big on those games building houses and shit but that one has more adventure to it like you find little dungeons we went and killed a bunch of skeletons and ghosts and fucking trolls and shit so it was pretty fun and then Sweet. that's it that's it oh i almost that's bought it. myself a gift today because i realized east nine monstrum Knox came out for ps4 mm-hmm. and i i want to get through an east game but i'm like i have so many games to play <laughs> and i keep playing apex <laughs> 
Yeah, both Ooh. of us dude. We keep. I bought a new either monitor. buying games or starting new games. Well, we have other games we haven't played, and then there's this one game that we started and played twice. And yeah, I bought a new monitor, so I got myself a Dell SG twenty seven twenty one. It's like one of the top of the line current IPS uh, one hundred sixty five hertz monitors. It's a twenty seven inch. So I had an ultra wide, which I had like a thirty inch, but. Um, I wanted to switch to a two monitor so that I can run Streamlabs on a separate screen so I can watch chat and do shit, you know? So I just bought two 27s. I bought this one was 500 bucks, and the other one I got was like 130. Um, it's, you know, a 1440 or whatever. Uh, no, I think it's a 1080. Um, but it's, you know, it's another Dell. It matches so that at least I have two monitors that look the same, you know? I kind of want them to at least have a similar feel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I did that, and it's really helped me on Apex Legends. I People were right. It, it I don't think it's the ultra-wide that was the problem. I think it was the refresh rate. 165 hertz is changing my life. Like, I can actually hit people now. I do damage. Yeah. I don't know what any of that means, but I feel you. Yeah, just, yeah, it's just more accurate. Um, But it's really nice. I'm really liking the monitor a lot, so nice. but that's it. It was my birthday gift to myself. Sweet. That it? You done? Yeah, that's my week. Okay, my week is the same shit, just the games I've been playing. Uh, you know, work. I don't think there's anything fun from work. Um, oh, yeah, I will, say one, I will say one short little thing. Uh, we lost a major store manager. Like a, uh, uh, This is how shitty people are. Protect, protect yourselves, everyone. People are pieces of fucking shit. We lost our front-end manager, and it's because a, a, an employee called into work and was like, hey – um, my, 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 uh, sibling tested positive for COVID and I live with them. So, um, I can't come to work tomorrow. And then this front end manager goes, Oh no, you're, you're coming to work tomorrow. I'm not covering your closing shift. You can come to work tomorrow and you can go get tested the next day. And she's like, <laughs> I, I share a bathroom with my sister who lives in my house with me. Yeah. She's positive. One hundred percent. I have COVID, and I don't feel confident coming to work. And the manager goes, "Well, you're not calling out of work. You're going to come." So this person goes above their head and goes to the main store manager. Zero tolerance on that motherfucker. This person got fired right away, and had here's the deal, dude. This person is around our age, yeah. mid thirties, probably early thirties. Been with the company for like ten, fifteen years. This was their career. They were probably pulling $25, $26, $27 an hour full-time benefits. You just lost your shit. You just lost your yeah, whole fucking bro. job just because you didn't want to cover someone's closing shift. And that sucks. Like, yeah, we all know that sucks balls, right? Sometimes you got to fucking pull hours, dude. I've worked like yeah. four weekends in the last couple months, like, and I'll be working this weekend, I'm sure. Uh, you know, And I'm salary. <laughs> I don't even get paid for it. Yeah, but sometimes you got to do the shit to keep your job. You know what I mean? Well, and then peep this, the girl who who was like, hey, I can't come in because my, you know, I'm possibly exposed, calls in the next day. Oh, um, everyone in my household has it now. Both yeah. parents, her, that lady, her sister. Or that manager and, could have killed people. Like literally could have been responsible mm -hmm. for deaths of And this of person's a cashier, people. meaning yes, they would have been. customer. Yeah. And people still use cash, which is weird. So you still have people like. You know, giving cash and coughing on shit and using AT. Like, they make fun of me because every time I go to use the ATM, I'll, like, use – I'll grab an extra pl plastic bag and put it over my hand. And they're like, oh, you're acting a little crazy. I'm like, I'm not touching this pin pad, bro. 
People Actually, touch this shit. I'm immune, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? I'm immune to COVID, so uh, my blood is really strong. Also, even though I'm not making fun of him much anymore, because I just think it's like I probably shouldn't, because we're very famous. I don't know if you guys know that. Um, but he's still a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's still on the podcast. For some reason, people who are listening to Defining Duke are complaining a lot about uh, cursing. Really? Because they, they say that they curse way too much, and they have, so like they have a you swear jar now. Like, Fuck this. Yeah, they have a swear jar now. So every time they curse, they put in uh, a coin, and each coin represents two dollars. And at the end of every month, they'll donate it to a charity. That that's well, cool. Well, whatever. But like, it's like okay. Well, any hoodles, my noodles, my poodles. Um. So video game wise, I stream all the time. I'm very good at video games. I beat Cyber Shadow. It it did give me some trouble. It broke you one like, night. I watched it. A couple nights it got me real stressed, man. Like a weird thing is it was doing something that only Mega Man games do, but even worse, where I would start sweating. I don't really sweat very much. Well, you know, my body's always at the perfect temperature. <laughs> I actually don't really sweat. I actually don't have any kind of odors that come from my body. No, but I usually don't really like sweat and get freaked out. Um, but this game was making my hands sweat a lot. And it was really, really gnarly, man. It was really rough. I still got to go in there because there's some secret levels I got to find. But I did beat it. We did stream. I did stream it. Uh, we did clip it. We have a new little folder called "I'm Very Good at Video Games," where uh, basically, if either of us rolls credits and beats a game, we should probably take that last final boss attempt and just kind of clip out that last ten minutes of us beating a game. So I think that'll be a, a fun little thing to have. Yeah. Well, I put one um, up. I put yours uh, in the highlights. Cool. Oh yeah, you just said it. Uh, I put it in the very good of video games. I we made a highlight that says I'm yeah. very good at video games. It's like a little video clips section. Yeah, so that was cool. The game was great. I will give it out of five. For what it is, it's a five out of five. It really is. Awesome. Um it really is worth it. For what it is. For an indie game, I do want to correct something I said. I kept saying this was by yacht club games. It's not. It's pre- it was published by Yacht Club, but it was made by another small, small team. Uh, very cool game. I did start Resident Evil 6 for some reason, and then Seth is like, let's play co-op. And of course, I know you're listening, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, here's what we're going to do. We'll just restart, because I did the first mission. He's like, we'll just restart on co-op, and we'll play it on hard. And I was like, no. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, mm, here's the thing, I'm not going to do that. So. <laughs> I was like, dude, I was actually debating using the unlimited ammo like option. Because he's like, oh man, sometimes it's awesome when you're fighting a boss and you get them and you had one bullet left. And I'm like, that's not cool. <laughs> I don't want to run out of bullets while fighting a boss. I'm like, what are you going to do, slash it to death with your knife? And he goes, oh no, if you run out of bullets during a boss fight, you're just dead. And I'm like, oh, that's God. not fun. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. So we play co-op together once. Uh, it's fun. And the next day or two days later, I see this motherfucker online playing. He's playing it on like professional mode. Oh, like he's playing it on the hardest difficulty he can possibly set it on. So good for you. Oh, good <laughs> the way for I you. Do, the way I break it down basically is like some people like the challenge in video games. And, you know, not, I'm not speaking for him at all, but some people like a challenge. I don't play for challenge. I play for the adventure. I won't put a game on easy, but I also won't put a game on hard. Yeah. Like, I'm very good at Dark Souls. 
I have never played New Game Plus. I don't <laughs> fuck with it. I don't want to. I don't need a Ring of Blades Plus 3. I'm good. I just don't want to do it. Uh, I did see a cool video today of weird boss cheeses in Dark Souls 2. There's a lot of weird boss cheeses in that game. I did Very the strange. Dragon Rider one time when I was making a hex build. You have to like get you know, pretty far pretty quick. So mm-hmm. the Dragon Rider, if you just wait at right next, like don't raise any of the bit things, you know, the, the little rings. Yeah, don't raise the rings. He'll dash at you immediately. If you just stand at the door, he'll dash and you can just fucking... Yeah, he'll just I want to know even out. more specific. It's look at his feet, count five steps, and on the fifth step, run forward and to the right. And yeah. a- after the fifth step is when he'll do a lunge, and uh, that's he just how he falls do it. right he off. <laughs> falls right off, and he dies. The scorpion lady, Najta or Najka. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you stand, Nishandra? well, there's one way. Good. Is it Nashandra? No, no, Nashandra's the last. Oh boss. yeah, she's the. It's, it's like boss. it's like Naj Najka N A J K A or something. Najka yeah, something or something. Crazy. Um, <clears throat> one you can you could trap the scorpion lady behind a tree, or get behind it and she'll do. A triple tail whip, one whip, one whip, and then the double whip, and you simply just use her tail as a bridge and walk up her tail, stand on her back, and the enemy AI breaks and it doesn't know what to do because it, like, you're not supposed to be in that mm-hmm. hitbox, and it will just stand still while you kill it. That's funny. It's fucking weird. I wish like, there was yeah, one bring for a bow, shoot her in the back of the head. I wish there was one for fucking rural rat authority, the worst boss in that entire game. I don't know, man. That's just you, bro. No, you always those, bring up how crazy that boss is. Those toxic rats. I've never raged at anything harder in a Souls game. I just one-shot those babies, dude. No. That just goes to show every game is different for everyone. Cause that, bro, go play it bosses. and stream it, please. I beg of you. Go fight that okay. boss and tell me it's Maybe easy. I'll try that. Maybe I will go there and ascetic that area. Yeah. And see. Oh, also, I found another fucking crazy thing that this guy showed us. Use a bonfire ascetic in Majula. Hold on, my headphones are gonna start clicking. One second. In Majula. Okay. Yes. Uh, in Majula, which is one of the best ambient. One of the greatest music mu- ever. Yeah. Best mu- ambient music for an area ever. You want to go to bed? Just YouTube, endless Majula music. God, it's so, so good. good. It really is so good. But, dude, ascetic in Majula, go over to the, the merchant, and he has a butterfly armor set. Did you know there was a butterfly, oh, the a, a one? Moonlight butterfly armor? Yeah, it's like invisible, right? No, it's like... So if you get near any enemy, but you also have to be careful, or NPC, including the Herald, automatically poisons them and they start dying. But you can jump without moving. If you just click L3... You jump. Really? Holy and shit, it's can, cool looking. And you can, dude, you can fucking break, you can sequence break the game. I have, n- I've literally never seen this. Yeah, dude, you can sequence break the game. And when you jump, you have like a, gl- like you don't glide, but it slows your descent. So you can climb parts of the geometry in the game that they didn't account for. And you can sequence break the whole fucking game. Yeah, and you all need, you have to do is wear the wings. You need 60,000 souls for it. Yeah, that's nothing. Put that on in the cat ring, and I bet you can fucking go anywhere. Pretty much. Uh, Dude, that's... I'm trying to find a video I've I've literally never seen this. It's blowing my mind right now. Yeah, there's another thing. Dude, 
We love Dark Souls 2. How the fuck don't we know this? Because you have to. It's because it's it's New Game Plus and... I almost said that little whistle. Uh, it's New <laughs> Game Plus. Uh, sometimes I do that when I breathe in. I do a little whistle. You hear when I'm streaming. Um, it's New Game Plus Majula, and we never dick around in there. You're like the gopher uh, from Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it on command. Cap- Caprio can, though. He can do it on command. It's pretty funny. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking guy. Fucking Fucking guy. Fucking cunt. Let's <laughs> not bring up that one. <laughs> we love you, Paul. It's, oh, it's all God. it's all love. Um, Mine is I hate this game or this game sucks. Yeah. Or Miyazaki should uh, fucking. But yeah, let me try to get through the rest of the couple of these games before we get to the news. We have some pretty cool news this week, guys. Including some really, really fun Street Fighter news. Uh so started playing River City Girls again because I just kinda wanted people to see it. I was very happy to see that people like Moon Witch and Pencil and uh, I think maybe even Bone or M House and Senya were like, yo, this game is awesome. The music is really good. Hell yeah, man. Go look up the soundtrack for River City Girls. Go look up the game. It's a really, really great game. You want a comparable soundtrack? Look up the soundtrack for Double Dragon Neon. I mean, some of the great best video game soundtracks. Very retro, throwback, kind of like 80s, 90s. I really liked the uh, art. Like the animations in it. It's, it's yeah. bit, but it's like... It's like bit art over fluid animation. Yes. It's pretty and cool. also really heavy combo influence. Like you can do a lot of com- this is the this is like the game that they wanted Scott Pilgrim to be. Because Scott Pilgrim is cool, mm-hmm. but it's pretty shallow. Yeah. This is the game you would like if you had to pick one of the two, you would think to pick Scott Pilgrim because Anamanaguchi and whatever the fucking manga name is, but um anime. Uh but like uh <laughs> Bahamut. Um, oh, anima. Uh, <laughs> I like to watch um, Anima. <laughs> yeah. Um, so River City Girls is really great. And then, uh, so I thought to throw in the other day, Gal Gunvolt Burst, right? So Gal Gunvolt Burst is a, came out a couple years ago. It's basically a Mega Man 2 style game with a lot of customization shit, but it, it basically revolves around Gal Gun. Gunvolt and Beck from Mighty Number no. Nine, but it's basically a Mega Man Two style game, which was pretty cool, yeah, and it I reminded me of Gunvolt. And I bought last night. It was delayed because of how slow the iPad is, but I wanted to put <laughs> that good. in for you. Uh, yeah, fuck you, Mighty Number no. Nine. Eat a dick. Um, oh no, I should play that. I still have my copy. I'm looking at it. <laughs> Uh, so I thought to go back and look up Azure Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack, which is currently on sale. There is a Big in Japan sale for PSN right now. Go check it out. Big in Japan are the best sales of the year, in my opinion. They're, I mean, that's because I like weeb shit. It's so funny. I don't watch anime, but I love all this weeb shit. Uh, and they're really cool Mega Man style games that were made for the 3DS, but they, they're, they're still pretty cool. They play very weird, but they're really cool to look at, and they have really great boss fights. So I bought them there's three of the there's three games uh azure striker gunvolt one and two and then there's a third called something which is separate but they're all like five or six hours so i, th- I think i got them i got them just to stream because there's a lot of really cool boss fights and i like boss fights there was a part in like can you hear me yeah i can hear you okay there was like some of my favorite stuff in uh Cyber Shadow were like boss fights that weren't 
um, giant like stage things, but like just people, like like just um, like fighting an enemy with a pattern. And mm. that's what there's a lot of in this gun vault stuff. So gun vault is cool. Striker gun vault, Azure striker gun vault, uh, which is cool. Which is blue striker gun vault. Obviously very Mega Man, uh, and that's really really awesome. Also, I've been playing Sekido, which fuck that game. I really hate all my friends because everyone's doing such a good job. Uh, I'm really upset that you beat the Butterfly Lady the first try. I wanted you to suffer with me. Didn't even cheese her. Fuck you, bro. Bro, I didn't. I hope, I hope that gorilla she, makes you break your television. I hope I you break I didn't even mind. use a Snapseed. She got to her second form, and I just ran directly at her and beat the shit out of her. <laughs> Because I knew I only had the one. You get one, you know, from the guy outside. And I'm like, if this takes more than yeah. one try, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna try it until I know fuck it, I have to use the snapseed uh this try. Well, Honestly, she wasn't that fucking hard, well. dude. Just stay on her. And if she jumps up, shuriken her ass immediately. Yeah. Well here's what you can do as well. Also, which is something that we should have been doing for years with all of our FromSoft games is start using your cloud save. You get one per twenty four hours. And I think that I think Yeah Boy showed us, I believe, that you don't even get one, you get unlimited now. Cloud save your file before and load it. That way if you use your Snapseed and you fuck up, go reload your cloud save. Now that save's coming and it's cheating, but hey, guess what? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Sekido. Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, dude, she, I was like nervous to fight her just because she gave me such a hard time that first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? Let Jesus take the wheel. Fight her how the game wants you to. <laughs> Run in. Stay on her ass. Because I kept trying to dodge. Fuck dodging, dude. Don't even press circle half the time unless you're running away. Mm-hmm. Never dodge. Either attack block or run back that's it or jump obviously and i just ran in on her every time she jumped into the air i either ran behind a pillar if i couldn't auto like if i couldn't target her because it happens sometimes if you're too close or i just dash back shot her ass with a shuriken she falls down you get a couple free hits dude it's quick it's quick man it was like a five minute boss fight so yeah, so it took me a while. I just finally killed Tenzin, which is the the, the second general you fight, and I'm he was at that area with the. He's a bitch. Good, that guy. He's a bitch. Yeah, he was pretty tough, but then the same thing that keeps happening, same thing that happened with the last that last boss in Cyber Shadow. If you watch those last two streams of me play, fighting that boss, I'm upset. Yeah, and there's like 15 people in the room watching, like being positive, like "Come on, Jess, you got this," and I'm just like, "Oh, great! This is so much fun. This is so fucking stupid." Blah blah, and I'm being such a crybaby little baby bitch tits. I'm being such a little baby <laughs> boo boo diaper baby. Yeah, you're like, I'm oh, so look how good this is. Oh my god, great! I'm having so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yay, yay! This is so much fun, and Nana's like, he's like, "Oi, bro, are you okay?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No, I'm not okay, but..." Same thing happened with the Tenzin fight in Sekido. The moment I, I'm like about to kill him, I go, oh, I get to fight now. Yeah. I get it. And you guys were playing Apex. I was listening to you guys. And like I'd gotten him down to like almost killing him. And then I kind of backed off and like let him kill me. And I go, go back and do it again. Clear the room. And I'm fighting him. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill him this time. And it's like almost like it sucks it's out like the- Zen, right? It's yeah, it well, no, it like sucks out the excitement where I'm like, I want a surprise victory. It's like, oh, now I read you. Yeah. And now I see it. 
but I did spend like two days fighting him. So that's how it was with Genichiro for me, actually, and not not like it sucked the fun out. I just got that like Matrix moment of like clarity where I was like, "Oh, I'm about to fuck your ass up." I got him to yeah. the third form. I had no healing. I was like, I had no pellets and no Estus, and I was like, I can get him. I know it's all about the lightning counter, and once I knew. You just jump and mash attack, basically. And yeah. Get it. Once you if he jumps, know you jump. the lightning counter. That's why you have to look at all the little boxes they give you with text. Dude. They don't often give them to you. You know you what's annoying? You need to look at them. When you go there to do that, I was in the boss fight, and I was trying to just take the item because that boss fight that boss fight is what almost made me rage. But hit that boss fight's so easy. The guy underneath him, Sword Saint or whatever. Oh, Sword Buddy. Yeah, Blue, blue Bro, Sword Buddy. He flashes. Tap uh, block twice. That's it. Yeah, and you'll beat him. I once I got like, that's that moment. I was like, oh, I got you. Like I just yeah. I'm not in. gonna lie. I look up. I look up video when something beats me enough. I look up a video and then I like people will explain something like that. They're like, look, like, and I've even used this in stuff like real crazy shit like Punch Out. Yeah. And when you learn in Mike Tyson's Punch Out, when you learn fighting Piston Honda, wait for him to blink and just punch. Yeah, it breaks the fight, you know. And well, I'm, I'm also probably talking about Bald Bull. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know what you're. Uh, the, the guy that you're saying. So with with that fight, I did that naturally. I was just learning his attacks, but he was pissing me off because he that's an instant death if he hits you. But it's also super easy to parry. Like he flashes and you go ping ping, and that's it. And you step yeah, back. Real, real he flashes and you go ping ping, and that's it. Like he literally puts his hand on his sword and like a silver flash happens, and then he does it. So it's super easy. Word. Anyways, but when um, you get to my, that my scroll, my screen just flashed. Are we still recording? Good? Yeah, we're recording. If you right, cool. if you hit those scrolls, you can only read them once. I hit the lightning counter one, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm in the fight. So I'm like, all right, I'll read it afterwards because I wanted to make sure I knew. You can't read it again. It doesn't tell Did, you anything. They don't put it in your options in like a in like nope. a, a, a library. Negative Ghost Rider. I looked huh. at my skills. I looked everywhere. And I don't think that the training dummy near. Nope, he doesn't give you that. I did all his shit. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, so I'm basically at where I have two directions to go. I have the the dream, which I need to kill Jozu the drunkard, and then the butterfly lady, and then also I'm under. I have to go do the snake thing to get towards the bull and Gyobu, which I need to go do. But I don't think I got past the snake part yet. But I know that part's not hard. Yeah, I did. I got past it, so I'm I'm past it somewhere. Yeah, I think I'm good. But I gotta kill. Um, Jozu the drunkard. I was able to. I don't really mind. Here's the thing, man. I don't mind spending 20 minutes clearing out 30 dudes. I don't mind it at all. I hated it's the, the 30 area second... around him. Say again. I hated the area around him trying to clear that. Just him. Though. I don't mind it. It's I don't for, mind for it. Me, I, I don't mind it. I'll do I it in my sleep. I don't mind it generally, but on that fight, it was annoying because they all have fire arrows, <laughs> and they all path to each other. It's real annoying, but. You can well, do it, and you kind can just, of. You can literally run past them if you go all the way on the roof and get all the way to the. Yeah, right, that's what I do. I just I run skip on the, the roof. Yeah, just go on the roof, run around them all, skip, skip, skip to Malu, and then you jump, run through the water, and then it takes about five, six, seven minutes to to you know get get spotted, hide away. You just really have to have the patience to know, like, oh, I guess I'm standing under these stairs mm-hmm. for four minutes. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you the secret. I don't mind doing that. That's why my last file was 85 hours at the Guardian Ape. For Juzo, uh, sneak, don't engage the NPC, go left, go in the house, kill the two guys, walk 
down that little hall to the right, then you can come out. You can stealth kill a shield guy. You'll aggro everyone. Yeah, run this back is what in. what I was doing last night. Like, run, run back in. Go times. all the way back down to the hallway where you entered. Cut right and go around the side, and they'll de-aggro almost immediately. You just go yeah, around to like, the right side of the house, and you can just sit there, and they'll de-aggro. And then you can go back in, stealth the other dudes, you know, and just keep doing that. Yeah. So that's what I, I kept doing. So, like, I don't mind spending 20 minutes clearing the area out. What it is is it's the 30 seconds after I activate Joe's a boss mm -hmm. that I'm dead. Yeah. You know, because I, I get everyone gone, and I look, and I'm like, I go, okay, dude, you're here. I breathe. I'm literally standing five feet away from him looking at him. You know, he can't even see me. I'm like, all right, get ready. Go up, stealth attack, get rid of a health orb. Then go activate Buddy mm -hmm. yep. That's so the that secret. you can use Jozu. We'll get aggro on him. But you got to watch out. He Jozu will kill that dude. Oh, three hits. Thank Easy. That guy fucking, sucks yeah, balls. He's done in three hits. Thank God. If you can kill Jozu before he kills the guy, the guy lives. But what happened to me the first two times I, I killed Jozu two years ago, whenever the fuck he this game came out. last hit. Um, it was the last hit. He killed the guy, so I still have never had the guy survive. Me either. He didn't survive for this one, and I was like, you know what? I'm not wasting my time worrying about you. Fuck you. He also doesn't really matter. It's I think what he is is he's a throwback to Souls games that because Souls games have NPCs. Yeah. And you think like, oh, this game's gonna have NPC buddies? No, it doesn't. It's just this guy's yeah. just like a. You know what throwaway. he is? He's the wooden shield in uh in Bloodborne. Yes. The it's like a fuck you to people who. Yeah. Um, oh man, I was gonna tell you one thing. I'm almost done. I got. No, I one... know. And yeah, there was something about Sekido I wanted to say. <sighs> I forget. Okay. Um, think about it. But yeah, so I'm basically there. I gotta go do the snake thing and get towards uh get towards Gyobu. Oh, I'm in the area for Gyobu. I I really think his name should be Gyobu, but it's yeah, it's Gyobu. It's Gyobu, right. like you. He because he says it. Gyobu. I call him Yogobo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, have you ever fought uh, Gayawabu? Yeah. It's hard um, to even do the names as bad as Bahamut. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, hard dude, I just, to fuck that up. I need to start writing more down uh, because yeah, Bahamut. So actually, that is something I'm gonna say in a second. Go ahead. Get the skill. The the skill on the I think it's on the the prosthetic tree to attack when you uh, do the grappling strike and I already you, got that dude you, I'm almost you my boo. trees are almost complete <laughs> yeah I went and got all the rest of the trees too uh, I like, got all dog, the prosthetics I, I have spent hours just clearing the area around Tenzin I cleared that area no lie probably fifty times just because I was like I have nothing else to do. Let's just clear these goons over and over again. And it would take a long time just to get uh, ability points and to, you know, raise my my um, spirit emblems by one. You know, it, like, costs mm -hmm. three yeah. level points for me to get to 17 from 16 now. So Yeah, I'm at 16. I just left them there. But yeah, um, same. that skill will make Gyobu, Gyobu really uh, a lot more manageable. Stay yeah, to the. I even have the ones. Stay good. to the side of his horse, not in front or behind. Stay to his left side. Block all his stupid sweep attacks. Let him run away. Uh, grapple him and slash. That's it. You'll get him. You, I'm sure you're telling the listeners because I know I, he's. I'm not afraid of him at all. Um, and the bull. Like I, I even have the ones where like I have the follow up. I have like two. Okay. Follow -ups. Yeah. 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 
where it's like use the firecracker and then hit attack and get like a double slash. Like I have like all the combo. Oh, the chase and slash skill. or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. Well, there's chasing. There's there's like chase, a chase. And dash or something like that. And then there's also like a fang or something, fang which and blade. is another yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need so, to get. Yeah, I've got a bunch I need of to get both of those because I'm focused on other stuff. I never really use my LB right B or you know L L L and R L one R one. I'm on Xbox controller now because I'm on PC. Um, I never really use those strikes because they take too much time. Um, but the spinning slash one is actually really good. The one two. Yeah. Yeah, it's that good. was very good. It's good on boss fights because you can. It's punish. like the first one you get, and mm-hmm. it's like the best one. Yeah, like the one where you do like the crescent flippy jump. Mm-hmm. That move fucking sucks unless you're yeah. unless you just want to flex on like a shitty Ichimonji. Enemy. The one where you hold the sword above your head and slash down can eat my shit. <laughs> yeah, the one where you do the fucking the flippy flip, the the the, the crescent flip thing. I tried using that against the purple ninja. He could karate kick me in my face. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, so, "Yeah, you also, little flippy go, bitch." Have you killed him? No, I need to. He, it's so easy, man. You don't even got to fight him. You go in there and just use the pagoda. Keep you guys up. Keep keep yourselves apart. Sometimes what helps is you. What you, you got to get him to lose attention on you, and the best way I found to do it is either use the p- pagoda, run around it. Welcome, welcome to Sekido Talk. <laughs> um, this is the new Dark Souls. Now this is all we talk about. Um, from Soft just sent us a check. Uh, you either run around the damn pagoda until he eventually maybe will lose attention on you, and then you could walk behind him and stealth kill him because he only has one orb. I got it to. I got him to lose attention on me three times using that method, but every time he trapped himself in the geometry and put himself in a place where I couldn't get behind him. The way I was able to mm. do it is have him chase me around a million times, then go run to that hole where you have to do the flippy jumps mm-hmm. to get up, fall down that hole, and like wait a weird number of seconds, like maybe four, maybe eight, maybe seven. I don't know. But you come back up right when he starts walking back to the pagoda, and you can stealth him and kill mm-hmm. him. Usually and I just wait for the music to go away. And that tells you they've lost interest in you. Yes, but the hole is a little bit weird. Yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, um, if the if the music starts to lower, that means that they're losing attention. So you could probably time yeah. it by that. So yeah, so now I just have to kill Jozu and just do whatever and Sekido, Sekido, more Sekido. One um, last thing for the bull: then, also stay on his side. That's all. Just chase him, chase yeah. him. Don't let him chase you. Chase him and stay on his side. Definitely. And then, um, last two real quick. One is I started Death's Gambit. Death's Gambit is very cool. I've been talking about it for years, but I finally started a real playthrough. Death's Gambit is an adult swim game, so the people who make Adult Swim make a game. I think the other game they made was like uh, Rainbow Unicorn or Cyborg yeah. Unicorn. Yeah, Remember that? Some, some dumb mm-hmm. shit. But they made a game called Death's Gambit, which is literally 2D Metroidvania Dark Souls. And I and I know that everyone always says Dark Souls. No, it's literally Dark Souls. Like when you start it, it's the same menu as when you're picking a class in Dark Souls, and then you pick a gift, and everything works the same, bonfires, souls, uh, and it's really cool. I played it for a while um, back in the day. Let's see if I can see my first trophy that I popped on it. Um, pop. Um, 8-18-2018 is when I started playing this game, and um, okay. I found it to be very difficult. It was really, really rough, and I remember getting to this giant boss, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so hard. I started playing it two or three days ago, and I am way further, 
uh, I guess I was just bad at the game and didn't really understand it. It's a very cool game. It has an incredible soundtrack. It's not like a hard-hitting in-your-face soundtrack like a Mega Man or a Cyber Shadow or a, a River City Girls or Double Dragon Neon. It's super ambient and chill and like kind of – it's like your boy likes to cry to it. So like it's mm-hmm. really, really nice. So Death's Gambit's really cool. If you want to check it out, check out the streams. I'm playing it. Actually, I haven't played in the last like maybe 45 minutes. But in the beginning when you were talking, I was just killing these ice lions over and over again. And I leveled like 15 times. Because um, I have no shame anymore. I'm just going to start power leveling like I used to. I think that streaming you know, has caused me to think to rush, 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 rush. And I'm running into these, these holes. But like the way that I used to play games is very slow. And learn the entire game. And I never cared about, like, like I was listening to a podcast. Somebody actually was like, yeah, the only time I ever cared about speedrunning was playing Sonic. I wanted to get through the stage as fast as possible. Are you fucking kidding me? When I played Sonic games, I was walking <laughs> through those stages, bro. Like, I'm going to find every corner. I'm going to hit it, kill every enemy. got to go fast, you know? dude. Nah, dog. You're going to go mediocre. We got to go <laughs> at a minimum speed so that if we hit a rock, we don't break our toe. So Death's Gambit's really great. Um, and then uh, the last game is King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match came out this week. This is great. Uh, we did do that episode over at Sus Podcast, the controversy episode, whatever. Kind of was, wasn't. But uh, all that Dark Souls stuff. I mean, not my bad. King of Fighters stuff. Fuck it. We still spending the money on it. Let's go, baby. Fuck China. But we're going <laughs> to play Dark Souls. Uh, King of Fighters. Why is he saying Dark Souls? King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match came out the other day, last Thursday, out of nowhere. It's a game from 2010. And it is quite possibly the best sprite-based King of Fighters game other than 13. Uh, but even then, still, biggest roster in King of Fighters history, 66 characters. That's crazy. Uh, full price, it's $14.99. That is way better. That is such a great price for this game. Uh, so much to say about King of Fighters, I can't say it. It's not enough time. But like the characters change every game. Move lists change. This game is... This game pl- and the controls are very tight. It's very difficult. Like King of Fighters is a really, really like tough. The t- higher intermediate levels of fighting game, control-wise, and like the tightness of how the game plays and like the there's no late like the, there's no forgiveness in frames and shit. This game plays so great. It plays really awesome. The characters are great. It looks great. The rollback netcode. I've been playing online. Getting my ass beat, but also. Whooping asses. I fought this guy last night. First first match. Like first set of two out of three. He fucked me up. But I almost got him. We went for another one. I beat this motherfucker's ass so bad he rage quit on me. Let's Damn, go. Bro. Yeah, dog, I fucked him up. And then um, and then I fought another guy and he got me. But he barely got me. And he didn't go for a rematch. So King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match is really awesome. We're thinking we're going to get a King of Fighters 15 drop probably at the end of the year, which is about the time that Street Fighter V Season 5 will end. Uh, so it's looking like, you know, uh, it's going to be a summer of King of Fighters 2002 as well as 14. Uh, holler at your boy. If anybody has PlayStation, you know, g- give us a, a – send us a message – I want to fight people, but I don't really like fighting randoms on the internet. Um, and I'm just really stoked about these games. I think they're just really, really great. And I guess that's it. I was going to rant about something else, but I won't. I was going to talk shit about a podcast. I listened to a podcast the other day, HG101, and they were reviewing 
Metal Gear Rising Revengeance and um, for a podcast with such a huge following. And um, I was so... Uh, yarm! Uh, I was so disappointed in like how little these motherfuckers knew what the fuck they were talking about <laughs> that it really pissed me off Whose to listen to. Whose weapon is this? Well, it, to listen to an entire podcast where these guys are talking about this game and giving these criticisms with their smug fucking personalities. And then I finally fucking realized by the end of it, none of these guys got more than two hours into the game. Damn. You know, like, yeah. it's like, it just, you know, why did you do this game then? Why is, like, it, I don't know, man. It's just like, it It just pissed me off to, to, to hear such a cool game get talked about and and i won't lie like that podcast does kind of annoy me i i, I guess the personalities kind of annoy me but i can understand i'm sure some of you guys out there maybe find me or aaron annoying and it's okay and i still listen because i like the premise the premise of the show is cool they they rate video games and it's i they did they did so bad on the revengeance episode that i had to write a note down and say i just needed to say it because I, I, it's not that i'm trying to sort of be for anything it's just like Man, y'all really dropped the fucking ball and like fucked it over. And like, you know, the main guy with the, his whole making fun of the soundtrack was like so cringe. And it's just, I guess the only reason I sometimes bring this kind of stuff up and Carrick and stuff like that is because like, we on a smaller scale we do something similar, and I at least want I want to be able to back my shit up. So, like, I don't talk about shit I don't know about. I'm not going to come here and start spewing about Mario, Super Paper Mario RPG. Because I don't know about that mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. So I get kind of annoyed when someone is like, we're going to review this game. And it's like, oh, cool, I know about this. And then I look and I'm like, y'all are probably pulling in tens of thousands of dollars a month on Patreon. And you can't even bother to know what the fuck you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was it. Other than that, I mean, it's an all right podcast. I would say, I'd say fuck them though. Go listen to Legend <laughs> of Retro. They're better. Um, that's it for me though. All right. Let's so, get to some news. Yeah, we've got we've got a little bit of news. We don't really have much to talk about, so we'll, we'll probably be. We've got a little bit of news. Um, let me check. Our, say, yeah, we have Street Fighter news. We have some casting news. Yeah, yeah. I just mean we we won't have like too much in terms of uh, like bullshit to talk about after this. So. Uh, we have no emails. Um, no questions, but we had somebody wait, just write in. Okay. Pencil Burn wrote in and said, Yo, oh. Control Ultimate is out for free on PSN, just a PSA. Oh, correct. Yeah, I do have it downloaded. It's right in front of me on my menu. Somebody fucked up. I was going to start it. And a friend of mine at work was like, Oh, it's really good. The startup is really slow, though. And I'm like, Great, thanks. Now I'm never going to play it. Yeah. That's what happened with... with, with uh, Norman Reedus Walking Sim. Death oh, Stranding. Death Stranding, yeah. I read online, they're like, oh, the game is really cool if you like tedious, stupid walking stuff. And I'm like, I love that. And then someone was like, yeah, but the beginning of the game is two and a half hours so of cutscenes. So when you start the game, just get ready to watch a movie. And I thought they're exaggerating. But even if it's just an hour, bruh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> it's too long. Look, I, if I, I hate that if, shit. If I put your game in, and within 20 minutes, I'm not actually playing your game, what you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Is it a movie? What is the game? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that happens to me. <laughs> I want to play Control. It looks good. 
That's what happens to me. But yeah, so um, anytime, anytime I'm like three cutscenes in into the beginning of a game, I'm like, oh god, please, can we just stop? You know, like cutscene, and then maybe you get to walk a few feet, and then it's like click on the computer, and then the computer has a cutscene, and you're like, fuck. Or they try to fake you out, where it's like CGI cutscene, and then in-game cutscene for twenty minutes, and then like Metal Gear Codex. 20 minutes of codex conversations and it's like dude you doing right now <laughs> yeah like this is a video game super but, annoying you know um okay also add you know we're the um add generations that's correct um streams have been going good by the way i've been enjoying i think it's really working out having us both on the same channel there's always something going on you know we get lots of people get to see all kinds of different games it's been good yeah, I really appreciate anybody who watches and listens. Um, thanks a lot, because it's a lot of fun to do it. And it's the only thing I have. And we <laughs> broke. a wife we, and we're, a dog. We're 107 followers, which is awesome. Yeah. Can't say enough how much we love it and how much we appreciate all you guys. Like Definitely. We don't need anything. Just if you want to pop in, say hi. You know, yeah. it's been great. Tell us we suck. Watch us freak yep. out and bemoan or rage or whatever. Like, yeah, our different just versions. don't judge. To I mean, do judge what you want, but because I've had a couple of times, especially lately, I've been kind of losing my cool. Not really bad, but like I feel bad because like a couple of people are like, there was one night I was playing Cyber Shadow all night. Mm-hmm. Sorry if I mistake your names sometimes, guys. It was either M House or Bone, and they were like might even have been someone else and they were like hey man like like loosen up dude calm down like i was i was like i wasn't like angry but i was so like at this shit that for like five minutes i was just like stone-faced and looking at the screen and i usually like talk (laughs) yeah you talk a good amount and somebody was like hey man like loosen up dude you're cool it's all right man and i realized like i sometimes forget because i'm sitting in my room alone i forget that like Either people are watching or they may come in the next day. And it may only be like like Seth tells me, oh, like I can't catch your late night streams, but you know, he he works really early. He's like, but sometimes in the morning, like I'll throw your stream on while I'm getting ready and I'll like listen. And sometimes like he'll he'll hit me up and be like, Damn, I heard you really mad at that penguin in Mega Man last night. And I'm like, Oh, I forgot. Like <laughs> I'm recording like I'm making a documentate a video documentation <laughs> of like my emotions and my feelings at night. Yeah. And you have to understand like it's like I think it's maybe why I get so annoyed and I talk so much shit about podcasts all the time because like I'd listen to a lot a lot of video game podcasts a lot and I listen to ours because every time we post it I listen to it to make sure everything's cool and and I hear like a difference because everyone is so <laughs> I was going to say polished, but I guess it's professional. <laughs> They're so, like, proper. And even people that are, like, racy and, you know, tell the Bluebells joke. You know, I get it. You know, except everybody. Um, but, like, there's a level of lamination I hear on podcasts. And then there's a level of, like, oh, but we're, like, real and raw. Like, I don't know if you know, guys, but I'm very real. I'm the realest person ever. Like, that kind of shit. But you kind of want to balance a – have a, a balance of – professionalism and the fun but i sometimes forget when it's three in the morning and i'm 
fighting some kind of boss in a game and you know but i do appreciate people that come in and and chat with us and watch and stuff like that and one thing i didn't say earlier was i got home the other day and my ps4 wouldn't turn on oh yeah at, for a good while for a second there yeah i was oh, it was most panic i felt in a long time and i would hit the power button it would flash blue turn off and then i would have to pull the power cable out put it back in flash blue turn off i'm freaking out freaking out freaking out don't know what to do. I can't power cycle it because it won't even stay on long enough. I think my metal system's broken. I've had my PS4 Pro for either a year or less. I'm within 100 and I think I'm within 320 days. This hasn't been a full year yet, but I'm almost at a year, and I'm like, why is this happening? And somebody wrote, like, uh, it could be your fan. If your fan is so clogged, the system will not spin your fan if the if there's dust on it heavier that will affect the way it spins so you go you pop your system open here's one thing you guys should know don't be afraid to do this if you have a PlayStation 4 of any f form you can open it the very top plate on your PlayStation 4 let I me mean, look up a video first you can just pop it off and it doesn't void your warranty and you have access to your main fan and you can clean your main fan with a little q-tip and it's really really nice actually that you can actually do a little bit of cleaning on your system without voiding your warranty, which is great. Uh, the very first time you do it, it is very hard. I was in the kitchen freaking out, like screaming at it like I was performing CPR on like my dying uncle. Um, and I was trying to rip the system top off. It was very hard. Really, really difficult to do it, but I got it off. And oddly enough, I opened it. It's not really that dirty. I cleaned it a little bit, turned it on, and it's good. So the system's working. Yeah, it was but scary, though. It was really scary because I realized, one, I don't have any – in my room, I don't have any TV. I, well, I have a television, but I don't have cable. Like when they were installing cable like 15 years ago, I told them like don't put a TV cable into my room. I don't want television cable in my room. I just want internet in my room because I'm only going to use Wi-Fi. I'm just going to use YouTube and my PlayStation and my DVDs. I don't want like network TV in my room because there's nothing better. Like on a shitty, lazy Saturday, there's nothing better than like the Sci Fi Channel showing a shitty shark, Sharknado marathon. Mm -hmm. I will fall into that hole and watch like Megalodon versus <laughs> Giant Crocodile. And then by the end of it, you don't realize you've watched like, you know, Shell Gas Station and Crest toothpaste commercials for 18 hours of your day. So I so whatever. So my happy ass doesn't have all I have in my room is internet, and I realize if my PlayStation is fucked right now, everything's I have nothing. I have my laptop, but I don't have my PlayStation. I can't stream tonight. I automatically panic. I can't stream tonight. What are you talking about? That's all I have. All I have is my job, and and my the podcast like and like streaming. Yeah, that could be sad to some people. I'm happy with my minimalist lifestyle. But I was very scared that I like – and I knew I could fix it eventually, like the problem, but it freaked me out. And it made me realize like you know, I really do appreciate and like streaming. And I know it's not like we have a million people watching, but it's fun. It's a fun time to play video games. I'm talking too much about this. But um, <laughs> but yeah, we appreciate you guys watching us play video games. And um, Aaron will keep playing whack-ass fucking Apex, but I'm going to be here continuing to play new exciting adventures with most likely weeb shit. <laughs> it's most likely going to be Japanese weeb shit. Um, 
and Aaron will continue to be carried by a by um <laughs> by pencil and wasteland and say hey, we yeah. got a we got a win last night, but not on stream. I didn't stream last night. Kelsey yeah, was showering. Yeah, Anna said that. He said he you guys gonna win. Yeah, Kelsey was showering, and you know the camera's like right pointing at the bathroom. So like, she was like, "Can you wait?" And then it was later, and I'm like, "It's almost nine o'clock." When she was done, and I know that you you generally like you know about ten ten fifteen. You're usually like, "Hey, what's up?" You know. I'm going to stream, you know, whatever. And so I know, like, yeah. okay. If I work, it's rough for me to get on before, like, yeah, about 11. Yeah, and I like to think, you know, I generally like to go, like, 8 to 10 for me. And if, you know, I have a good game mm-hmm. going on Apex or whatever we're doing, I'll, I'll keep it up until you're ready. Um, yeah. You know, whatever. But so I just didn't start. I need to um, stream some more Valheim. I wish I was streaming what we did last night. It was so funny. Kelsey was like, I'm sorry, but this is lame. Like, it sounds so lame because we killed, like, this giant troll, which we were just running through the woods, and I go, what the fuck is that? It's a cyclone. Yeah, I was watching you, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. And then uh, after we killed him, we're like, let's run. We got to go back to our house. And Kelsey's like, do you know how boring that sounds? Let's run back to our house. Crazy thing is, that was more fun than watching Apex because... It was. I knew. I know what it. That's like because it's like a survival game, and I did play the little bit of Outworld or whatever it is you bought me that one time. Yeah. And I got rid of that. Um, of course <laughs> you 40 did. Books. <laughs> no, you bought me. Um. um and uh, and also like you know the Conan, but I knew because I remember you were like I think Pencil was like don't turn around and then you turned around and you were like oh shit you guys are like running through a, like a lake or some shit. And you're like they're following us back to our house, and uh, it actually was a little bit more fun because you just like especially with survival games they're so sen- they're so fragile because mm-hmm. if you fuck up and something follows you back to your camp, yeah, and you also dying everything. in those games is like really like it depends like I mean we did that whole thing where for like a weekend we played Conan, and that game is too hardcore for me man. Yeah, that's a real hardcore game where like if you go to sleep and someone comes across your camp. And you've been playing this game for ten months. They can just ruin your ten months. Well, luckily I was watching, in Valheim, I, it's co-op. There's you can turn PVP on, but you can also put a password on your server. So yeah, it's just your and friends. that's what Pencil said. He's like, mm-hmm. you put a password on. I saw a, a meme actually uh, today of somebody who I think I'm like an MMO. I don't know why I'm on all these weird subreddits, but somebody was like, uh, "I work ten-hour shifts. Please don't raid." And it was outside of like a house in mm-hmm. like a probably Valheim. Uh, Cause it's true, man. When you're like those public servers for games like that, that's really s- scary, man. They could fuck your shit up. Yeah, yeah. All Any right. Hoodles, my poodles. So we got some news, uh, some uh, casting news, and some firing news, and uh, some in- Street Fighter news. Some Street Fighter news. Um. So just starting with uh, some castmates. Um, so former castmates Pedro Pascal and uh, Bella Ramsey have been cast as Joel and Ellie in The Last of Us, a live-action series for HBO. So Pedro Pascal was uh, the Viper in um, Game of Thrones. He's now the Mandalorian. He was Max Powers or Max something in uh, Wonder Woman 84. He's also in Narcos. Yeah, he does in a good Narcos. job. He does a great job in Narcos. Uh, and Bella Ramsey was uh, the little girl uh, who was the queen of the north or not not the queen like she was one of the house leaders of the north and she kills the giant white walker with a knife and dies i forget her name um but she was a fan favorite for that season because she was just like like a bootleg Maisie. yeah but she was just a little badass in the show because she was just like eight and was like running her shit you know 
Um, so she's not doesn't look a lot like Ellie, but I mean, we I haven't seen her. That. We haven't seen her c- costumed. Her you know, you know, we haven't seen her costumed and like, you know, dyed. You know, like made because I, I can see it. She just doesn't have blue eyes, but they can put contacts in. It'll be fine. Um, Pedro Pascal actually, I was like, what? And then they put a picture side by side, and I'm like, you know what? I could see it. You could do it. And he's a great actor. But it's Latino. I don't get it, dog. Well, I mean, I just wonder if they're going to like force him to not have his accent because I believe he has just an accent. No, that he's a he's a a really great actor. The accent doesn't matter. It's that for me, it's the but here we go. Like this is the thing, though. It's does this matter? Like Joel. First off, I believe Joel is probably modeled after a human. But then again, people have to remember that voice actors. Yeah. Somebody was online was saying, "This is stupid. Why didn't Why didn't they just get Troy Baker? Troy Baker's a voice actor. He doesn't fucking look like Joel, anyways. And yeah, he's just a voice actor. He doesn't know how to yeah, facial hot, act. Though. Yeah, but he doesn't know how to act with his face. Like he doesn't know how to yeah. walk and act. He like do all the shit. He's just voice acting, which exactly. is a skill. And I'm not saying just. It's just it's a different set of skills. You know what I mean? Yeah, acting is a different set of skills. Like I was thinking, why would Disney spend so much money to pay Pedro Pascal for? Mandalorian, and then you realize it's the same reason that you know, uh, oranges and tangerines, um, as why they'll uh, fucking what's his name, Jason. Uh, what's his name? The guy who the guy who's Jason every every time. Oh, Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder or the guy who's Mike Myers. Those dudes know how to move. And it's like, oh, I know how to walk slow and then slowly turn my head crooked. It's like, yeah, you think that. Same reason I thought, oh, I can stroll into this voice acting place where <laughs> Rob's works. and I can do a great job doing voices. And like, no, you don't understand. These are different skill sets. Yeah. So when you watch Mandalorian, you realize like, oh, they're paying this dude to not show his face. I mean, spoilers, you see his face eventually. Um, which was a great scene. Dude, I God, love Bill Burr was so good in that show, actually. You think so? Oh, I well, loved it. Season one or season two? Two. Okay, season one, I thought that one episode was kind of a letdown. Yeah, so that episode was very uh formulaic, right? It was very like every it episode was like it was another little yeah. Benny Hill. It reminded me of Rogue One like running around without tr- trying not trying not to get caught. It was fun. We did see they were the the first time we saw the that race. I forget the Kit Fisto race. I remember it's, Yes. No, not Kit Fisto. It's the Ahsoka race. Yeah. yeah. With the with the t- the, the the tendril. Mhm. So do you think I'd ever stick those into holes? I would, for sure. <sighs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, Anyways, I'm, yeah, I'm Peter excited. Pascal is I think, Joel. I think Last of Us is like the perfect game to be made into a show because it's, it's such a small scale while being large scale. You know what I mean? Like it is end of the world, but it's really just a family story about these two, like a father and daughter. You know, I mean, obviously it's... Who end up being like the most important people on the planet, yes. but sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I mean. And then end up being nothing. You know what I mean? Like, they're really not yeah. the most important because, spoilers for Last of Us, like, he lies and says she's not immune. And he tells her they didn't make, they, they had another person or they had other people. They didn't need her blood. Yeah. Man, I cried so hard at the end of The Last of Us, dude. I kind of tried not to listen to what you just said because I know the end of it, but I don't know. I haven't been through it. Oh, shit. And no, no, I know what happens. I know that, like, they're like, we have to take our brain apart. And he's like, no. Um, but 
even Seth told me he's like, dude, if even if you have to, just play that game on easy and get through it for the story. Yeah. Even if you've read the spoilers, experience it because spoilers. I bought Last of Us Day One full sixty. Yeah, I did. And I played, I played it all the it, way through and beat it. I played it until that place everyone bitches about with oh, the, the bloaters mm-hmm. where you get stuck like in a school or a building and yep. there's like bloaters and you have no bullets and I couldn't figure it out and I traded it back in like maybe a week later got my 30 bucks for it and I think I bought something else with it but uh well I, I'm I want excited to, to see the show honestly and even more so because I really like Pedro Pascal so it'll be exciting and I thought she, the this Bella Ramsey uh was really good in Game of Thrones and she's a young she's a young actress so uh you yeah. know it's been a couple years now it's been a year since the end but I mean they filmed season eight like three years ago so she's probably a little older and you know probably even better very teenager by now so maybe in in more uh, Mandalorian cast news, Gina Carano was fired from Disney and The Mandalorian over some dumb tweets she put out. Um, the you know one specific one which people um, uh, you know it's really the one. The it, other yeah. ones, the other ones are dumb. Like the one, so people were saying it was like she and I didn't read every tweet, whatever. But they said she was transphobic because she refused to put her pronouns on her Twitter, and then she yeah, put fuck you, beep, that's not beep no. boop bop. That was her like as a joke as a as a like as a a star wars joke as as well as a fuck the system and don't make me part of your shit i am pretty pretty progressive pretty far left when it comes to my leanings but i'm not here to tell anybody what they got to put on their fucking profile if you don't want to put your pronouns don't put your like if someone to me my my biggest thing with all of this is like respect people's pronouns if they ask you to say i mean to to a point to me, I, I'm going to struggle yeah. if, if it's a weird, you know, if it's like, call me, you know, call me Ming Mang. Call you, me, look, what that one college kid did once. He goes, my pronouns are your majesty. And he looked at the teacher and he was like, you're going to refer to me as your majesty now. <laughs> and the teacher funny. was like, fuck. Yeah. What do I do? Because, I mean, technically, if you go, okay, you're being a little shit and you're trying to be a smart ass. Technically, can you say that? Because then, mean, if if you can technically look at this student and go, you're being a smartass for making me call you your majesty as a pronoun, well, where do you draw the line? And there, boom, there becomes the argument of, okay. And that's where I think a lot of what happens is people go, well, let me look at your social media and your profiles. What color are you? Are you red or blue? How far red or blue? Okay, this guy's actually – he's a troll. So the student's a troll because he actually – he follows Ben Shapiro and whatever, so he's actually trolling you by mm-hmm. making you call him your majesty. But then in the end, it's the same rule, so yeah. that's where it causes a weird thing. So well, I'm so, where you are. Like I'll call, I'll say whatever you fucking yeah, whatever you need want, me to say. To and a if, point, to the, a point, yeah. When I say to a point, it's like I may not be able to remember if there's too many people telling me too many different ones, right? Like Zimzer, Zay, whatever. Zid, Zed, Zim, Ding, Dang, whatever. And that's fine. Like, if if you, if there is a, a link to that to you psychologically, whatever. Well, yeah, I, but I mean, I, that's a little bit, saying the Zims or Zay, Zay was weird, but sometimes people will be like, I'm she, they. I'm she well, in private, what I mean but is if we're if in public, it, I'm they. Yeah, if and then some, if you fuck it up, it's like, oh, it's I forgot some, your public and private pronouns. If it's some combination I can't remember or whatever, I'm just going to call you by your name. <laughs> and I'm going to refer yeah. to you by your name so that there is no, you know, whatever. But you know what? I just do. I just everyone's just like I just, not everyone, but like I just kind of go neutral and just be. Everyone's, everyone's a kinda, they them because you can't really bitch at somebody for saying, "Oh, they're over there." 
A hundred percent. That's yeah. I think that's a just safe go. Bet. Just go. They them. Just do that because yeah. then they can't bitch. And 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 that's not even like to me when I'm using it that way. I'm not really. It's not a gendered pronoun. Now, obviously, it is. It's a neutral. You know what I mean. But what I mean is, I'm not even using it as a pronoun. I'm just saying, hey, they're over there. Like whatever. Like I would say it about you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I need I, you to address my testosterone. I please say. I the didn't, two testicles wearing a man suit over there. Like I knew Gina Carano <laughs> didn't match up politically with me. I know she. So a big thing was like she was a big election fraud denier, you know, election fraud person and COVID denier and yeah. like whatever. So that that sucks. Like it sucks to find out people are kind of dumb, right? Like whatever. But celebrities are just fucking people, man. Yeah. This and last also one, some people play Apex every night, you know. <laughs> this last one. <laughs> You know, she basically put a post out comparing being a conservative in the modern day in 2021 to being a a Jewish person in Nazi Germany in a way to say that there's a mob mentality here because of whatever. I can't remember what she was pointing. I know, to. I know what it is that she said. She no, said I know exactly what it is, but I didn't feel like that. It, you know, it wasn't just trigger warning for history. She basically alluded to. It wasn't just the Nazis that pro- that um, prosecuted or persecuted the Jews. She said the first step of that was is they made the people in the communities and the neighborhoods of the Jews hate them first. So first people – like Jewish people were being persecuted by their own neighbors who weren't Nazis. And that's what it's like. She's like how is that any different from having a different political leaning? One, one's a political leaning. Two – Another is a religion, which is kind of a decision, but when it comes to Judaism, this is a little bit different because there is the whole decision-based part of being Jewish, and there's also like a bloodline thing. Yeah, because so, you're also dealing – the, the thing is – In the end, don't bring up Nazis and yes, Jews when you're fucking talking about fucking – American politics in fucking 2021. American politics, yes. Suck my dick. Here's what I yes. think. Someone with like a, a friend of mine who's gone a little wacky – has was posting about it a wackadoodle and was like it's an it's you know maybe an extreme comparison and i'm like no 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 those two things do not compare you cannot make those comparisons because one is a group of people that were making decisions based on things that we cannot fathom and 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 situations that are not happening now you know what i mean well, like devil's advocate you can but they don't no, they no, don't no, no. add up they don't compare you know why because at some point during any of that there was an active attempt at a genocide <laughs> so that flavors yeah. anything that's happening and that's what i mean like yes you can say like oh people were turning on each other sure were they turning on each other because a fucking reality tv star was the president and was trolling the world and some people were falling for it and other people were hating it no yeah. They were falling. They were persecuting each other because there was a group of people actively turning people on each other. That's not what's happening. People are turning yeah. each other. There's Gina no chance Carano, in a genocide in America. Gina Carano is a QAnon supporter, or was. She put a bunch of posts up about that. If you support QAnon, you're a fucking idiot, and you always have been. That's it. There's no question. Yeah. I don't care what political leaning you have. You know what I mean? If QAnon was happening on the left, right, center, whatever. You're fucking dumb. <laughs> I mean, there's dumb people everywhere. There's for sure. Know, That's it's, what it's, I mean. It's almost. I. I even don't even even like giving it that much credence because it's like. No, no. You it's know what like it is? Flat Earther shit. It's the guys who currently own Eight Chan, 
100% trying to keep their website relevant. You know that, right? I watch, There's a Vice documentary no. about it. The kid who originally started 8chan uh, like got in league with these two guys. They were just helping him run the site. And uh, he eventually had to bail because they were turning it into 4chan again. And he, he had made 8chan because 4chan was getting creepy or whatever. You know, he, he was just like, I wanted a place for people to post jokes and shit that they maybe couldn't post other places and that's what 4chan used to be but then it become like kitty porn and weird shit so i made yeah, 8chan like fetus so photos of dead fetuses and there's shit. a father and son who came in and invested in 8chan and helped to manage it and then now they run 8chan and they are 100 percent q i mean it is not confirmed i say 100 percent because logically it's that it just seems yeah well it's them they need 8chan only exists because QAnon. Like because Q was posting there, it's stayed relevant because of that. So they needed it to stay relevant throughout all of this, and they probably got a shitload of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And guess what? You fucking idiots! Nothing happened. Q doesn't exist. It's all fake. You're fucking dumb, and it was always dumb because it was crazy shit. Yeah, I mean, there's always in every one of these weird conspiracy things, it's almost like a joke because there's always little seeds of truth. Yeah, because you can't because really be build believable. like complete uh, fallacies yeah, on complete lies. So they use little weird things to be like, oh, then that must mean that the Earth is flat, bro. And watching them, some of them were pretty funny though. Like watching these people find crazy patterns that, like, like they would watch like a Trump speech and he'd blink like one extra time and they'd be like, see, see the blink, the blink means this. Yeah. And it's like, and then they one were time... doing that with Hillary and Bill and Obama. Oh, like, yeah. If you see the hand movements, they're actually doing a Luciferian hand dance. And it's like, okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I mean, yeah, the bitch is crazy, but like, no, she's not throwing up satanic gang signs. No. But then again, I mean, maybe, they're like all maybe politicians. she's eating pizzas with babies on them. I don't know. Baby pizza. Let's go. Pizza time. <laughs> all politicians are like satanic at their root because politics is like it's dirty it's, work. Uh, it's um, secular. Yeah. Or no, is it secular or not Secudo. secular? <laughs> secular means not religious, right? No, secular means religious. Okay, so they are non-secular. But, but then again, not really, because Poland. Fuck Poland right now, by the way. But go ahead. Um, oh, pencils from Poland. Um, yeah, but even he, like, and I have yeah, spoken off yeah, air yeah. about it. They're doing weird shit. Yeah. Like. Um, but Gina Carano, I mean, listen, I liked her character in The Mandalorian. And, and honestly... And she's fine. Yeah. Ooh, and she's, she's fine. Her acting has, has done... Her, her acting is getting cool. a lot better. Um, because, you know, and, when she first started straight out of UFC, she was kind of trash. They had a movie with her. Oh, yeah. And it was not great because they tried to make her a lead. She's a great uh, co-star. Support. You know what I mean? A support, a supporting character. Like, she's great. Well, she's a good athlete. Like, she's a good, like, yeah. like she can do the fun stuff. She can do, like, cool fight stuff. And a lot of times, especially something like Mandalorian, you know, if they're like, all right, so in this scene, you come out of the door, then you punch the guy in the face, and then you go, ha. That's what you get. Yeah. Somebody like a fighter can do that really well. Yeah. It's not doing the, hey, in uh, Vanilla Sky, we need you to do the Tom Cruise crying next to his dad's bed scene. Yeah. You know so I, I'm kind of sad about it. You know, like I, I a lot it's of people. It's a bummer. Do a you lot agree of, that she should have lost her job? So look, here's what I said about it, <laughs> on a comment on that same Wackadoodle's Facebook. I was like, look. If I owned a company, if I owned a landscaping business, right, and I overheard my uh, one of my, you know, one of my coworkers, one of my employees saying the same thing, I 
wouldn't fire them. I'd just be like, what an idiot, and move on with my life. But Or, as a, or uh, privately reprimand and be like, hey, you yeah, represent yeah, no, the no, company. I mean, exactly. I would, what I would say is like, look, you, you know, I'd pull them aside and be like, look, man, you know, you got to be careful what you're saying. We're at a, you know, we're on the job, whatever. But if, if I'm at a bar and I hear, you know, my employee saying some shit, I might just think, what a douchebag, you know, and move on. But the thing is, she's a public figure. So it's, it's, it's a tricky, slippery slope, right? Yeah. And Disney is currently headed by, you know, uh, a, a Jewish person. And, you know, there's a lot of people in the industry. Also, what did Lewis say? George Lucas? What did he say? <laughs> the Jewish slavers? Oh, or the white slavers? Remember George Lucas was like, I've sold Star Wars to white slavers. Oh, my God, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> um, but I... I I don't know that I necessarily think. Uh, Do you hate her now? No, I understand Disney's decision, and look, it's it's their decision to hire and fire whoever the fuck they want over whatever exactly, they want. Yeah. And like, yeah, I mean, it sucks. Like, it sucks to lose your job. Like, you know, Roseanne also, lost her weren't show. Weren't they prepping her for a possible solo show? Yeah. They have a, oh a series God. that's coming out that's about the New Republic, which is her and uh, <coughs> the other dude from the show. Bro, so. that sucks because that that's like, you know, that could have been the next she was warned, years though. of her life that could have made her $40 million and set that, you know, like. She was I'm warned sure she when she was posting when she was posting her QAnon shit. Someone, one of her representatives, like told her. I saw an article about it. I didn't read the whole thing, so I'm I'm just bullshitting. But like she knew, she knew what was going on, and that's the stupid thing. This is the thing that I feel the I I hate. You know, I hate Donald Trump, and I mostly hate anyone who supported him. Sorry, anyone out there, but I hate you. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, anyone that I've experienced, because it's the, the the reason being is that I feel like his presidency emboldened people and made them feel like I should be able to say dumb shit. <laughs> and like, sure. I mean, we have free speech, right? But it doesn't mean freedom from consequences. Right. Well, so it's like, exactly. That's what they didn't realize is, Hey, dipshit. You've always been able to say whatever yes. you wanted, but now you have to realize like, there's a reason why we had 4chan and 8chan and weird shit. Yeah, bro. You have to understand there's freedom of speech, but you don't have freedom of consequences. You gotta yeah, realize, I can't go outside like, and talk some shit without getting fucked up. You know, like I could, I could say whatever I want to anyone, but someone has every right to whip my ass. And yeah, I may be able to press charges, but you know, to a point, like actions have consequences. Yeah, but those, you can press charges all you want. It's not going to bring back your two front teeth. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like the, their actions would have consequences, and then my actions after that might have consequences. Because what if I get someone thrown in jail, and then their cousin comes whips my ass again and kills me or puts me in the hospital, yeah, and exactly. then I get you know. Well, whatever. that's the old. Um, that's the old street life, like circle of life, which was, Hey, they're going to rob me from my Walkman. And then I could come back with a baseball bat, but then they're just going to come back with a knife. And then we come back with a gun and they come back with two guns and then someone's dead. Mm -hmm. And in the end, technically it's over a Walkman, but someone's dead now. So where do you, where do you draw the line on what I believe is just pride that's why I'm you know like not a very proud person. You know what that was in my in my middle school was someone be, you know, whip you know, beating me up or fucking doing whatever they're doing to me, hurting me, you know, punching me, slapping me, holding me down, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like the security guard comes like, Hey, what's going on here? And then 
they look at you and you're like, I can't even rat them out because they're just going to want my ass worse. So then you got to be like, nah, nothing. We're just messing around. Yeah, <laughs> then, we're just playing. And then they're like, nah, we homies, though. We just nah, like, then they would, say that shit. Yeah, then they would still fuck me up right after that person left. <laughs> yeah. Sucks, dude. Yeah, it sucks. But, well, with I mean, her look. thing, it's like, you know, um, the, all I'm going to say is <sighs> it sucks that I have to say this. She should have known better. Yes. Because I want to say, like, in my personal experience, in my personal emotions and feelings you doing yeah what you said was stupid yes and and but let me I say want you to be able to say it let but me unfortunately s- you're gonna fucking lose your job you you should have known you're yeah. gonna lose your fucking job for saying and that, that is not the hill it. to die on dude to lose your living for perfect but, so what you said is let perfect. Me, it's not the hill to die on let me also make it clear i am not jewish so my sensitivity to this this type of comparison and this content is different than than people who have more direct connections to it. So when I say that, like, to me, I don't know that, like, I would fire someone or whatever, you know, that I don't know that that statement alone should have been enough for her to get fired. That's only because of my specific experience. And, you know, not to not to be too, too get too deep into that. Just I, I want to say that because everyone has varying degrees of sensitivity, especially towards things that revolve around the Holocaust, which is a very real thing that still has direct consequences in modern day. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's still people alive with the tattoos. Yeah, so like, you know, and there's people who are and, one to two <clears throat> generations out of that. You know what I mean? And that's not long in the span of history. No, it's not at all. It's a, it's within a lifetime. Yeah. It's not even 100 and, years ago, man. you know, our lifetimes are getting really short, by the way. Um, But yeah, I mean, also, I'm not Jewish either, and like, I'm not... See, I'm not one of these people who goes, they were persecuted, so they're to be protected forever. There's weird shit in all religions. I hate yeah. religions, you know? And there's weird shit in Judaism that I won't talk about because it's kind of weird, you know? But uh, that's just religions and weird ancient texts that we read that say weird shit. But I feel bad because technically the troll in me wants her to be able to, like, not be affected. But it's like, you work for Disney, bro. Like, you can't and if in well like think if of she this. was to say well you're just censoring me and not letting me yeah yeah that's think what we're of doing. this she well, said no, a before bunch you of... go on what you're saying i want to say if she was like but you're censoring and saying that i can't yeah yeah that's what we're saying yeah we you're own not, you're not allowed to say that we own that job you know what i mean the job or that even you have societally well what i you're mean not is allowed like, to say that anymore them, yeah and without consequences Exactly. I had to go on another podcast to talk about King of Fighters for some shit, and I get it. And it's, it's obviously not the same. Which it was different, but it's like, unfortunately, yes, we live in the world now where, yeah, you know. Also, if you beef with somebody, you can't put an axe in their face anymore. Back in the day, you were allowed to do that. Back in the day, you were allowed to cut someone's hand for stealing an apple. Some parts of the world you can still do that, but not here. So, yeah, bitch, you well, were dumb. You what, shouldn't have done that. What I was going to say is she said it's like she's going to try and spin this f- to to be, I'm sure, about being conservative. And it's not. Chris Pratt's an open conservative. He's he supported Trump. He's, you know, whatever. And he's still got a job. Everyone yep. kind of knows he's a bit of a douchebag, you know, like not because of that, because of a lot of I don't of think things. so. I think people think he's a douchebag because he's Christian. And I hate Christianity. And I'm, I'm happy that I can at least say this, you know, at the 
at the eternal battle at the end of time, I will stand against Christ and his flaccid <laughs> father and fight against them, and I will stand on the side of Lucifer, which doesn't exist, but I will fight on that side. Sorry, Stormbrush. Yeah, and, sorry to but, like, anyone who is sad about that. But, you know, listen, just bring a spear and stab Jesse. He's, he's weak. Yeah, just, yeah, I'm very weak. <laughs> just hit me in the liver, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and I'll be fine. But, you know, like, uh, but Chris Pratt gets hate because he accepted a big Oscar award and he thanked God. And we live in an immoral society that hates um, morality and God. And even though I fucking fucking you know feel anti-religious i feel that the ideology of morality and god and being moral and just is good so even though i would be like i'm like oh pro-abortion kill my unborn baby you know like i'm okay with that but i'm not going to pretend it's something else so i think chris pratt gets a bad hand because he is traditionally conservative in the fact that he is a he presents himself morally yeah, okay. as a moral and just man sorry but, but i wasn't saying he should be canceled i was saying he's not canceled disney has not fired him you know what i mean like he's still got because well, he didn't come out here and go take a mask listen, off and jesus will protect you what i'm saying gina carano was supporting QAnon and talking about a bunch of shit and everyone and was like what some, an idiot she did anti-mask shit yeah, yeah. she did anti-mask it <laughs> but guess what didn't get fired <laughs> There is yeah, a line. It's the Holocaust. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's a line. There is a line of taste, right? There's a line where it's like, no, that's just in bad taste. And then it it's going to put a stain on everything you're attached to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even though, yes, like her statement, some you know, some people have called it anti-Semitic. I, and, and again, as a person who's not Jewish, I don't personally feel that in terms of what she said. But I don't know. You know, there may be other tweets. I don't know. You know what I mean? No, there's no. I don't feel it was anti-Semitic. I actually think it was actually pretty enlightening to bring out a point that many people didn't think about. Oh, that was people, even before the Nazis were rounding up the Jews, they got the communities around to start kind of like. Yeah, but it's all tied together. Fuck you. It's no, it is. Together. It's all demonization. But it wasn't like all the neighbors were Nazis. And mm. it. it, it Hold on. No, it's not like all the neighbors were Nazis. It was that basically rat it was rat your neighbors out and get these out because these neighbors are gonna cause the forces to come in and fuck shit up, yeah, even but, though they were gonna fuck shit up anyways. But do you think Gina Carano's dumbass was the first no, person who's ever thought of that or brought it up? Like she's parroting the same shit we all hear. It's just some people are smarter about what they put out to the fucking world. One hundred percent. She was just rewording something off. What she was better off doing is instead of trying to get the karma for it herself, just retweet the tweet you saw. Because you just claimed it as yours, and now they're going to say you said it. Yeah. But if she would have retweeted Billy Slapnuts, who said that, and said, I kind of understand the sentiment, maybe it wouldn't have been so bad. But um, Yeah, we've got on... She f- yeah, we did go on this for a little bit. Hard. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about it, and I wanted to have a little more frank of a, of a talk because I know that I sort of censor this stuff out. Just you know, I don't want to like. There's a reason why. There's but, a reason why but, but, I no, literally just one. said I hate all Trump supporters. So if I've offended you, I apologize. It's just in my heart. Don't I apologize. Hate just you. be real. <laughs> it's okay. That's why They're I said in my it. heart, I hate your choice of support. How about that? I probably love you as a person. If you're a listener of this show. And we've interacted. I definitely love you. So I just, yeah. I don't have any direct ties to that. And I would, I would cut anyone in my family out immediately. 
Yeah. I'm that I'm that guy. But it's just to me eh, there's a level, right? So anyways, whatever. Um I wanted to mention also I didn't put in the notes, but um some uh some more shit came out uh, about Good riddance, bitch. Hope you get another job. <laughs> They're hiring at the fucking taco shop. Uh, Josh <laughs> Whedon is also in the hot seat again, you know, because Ray Fisher, uh, cyborg from DC Films, uh, was fired after he spoke out against Joss Whedon and said it's a really, it was a really hostile work environment when they were doing the reshoots for Justice you League. Fired him for that? Yeah, he got fired. Um, from mm. the Flash film. Um, but Charisma Carpenter, who played uh Cordelia in both Buffy and Angel, uh, came out this week and was like, yeah, no. I've been quiet for a really long time, but it, through a lot of therapy and stuff, I realized like I may have contributed to other people suffering from this similar type of treatment that we all got on the set of Buffy and on Angel. Joss Whedon's apparently a piece of shit. Like everyone said, he's pretty hostile as a director because he's very specific. You know, they they always said he's just like a hard ass, whatever. But he's so apparently... she's saying that she is complicit because she wasn't punished. No, no, or she, she wasn't was good. She didn't, but he liked her. No, she didn't speak out against him. Oh. She she got fired oh, because she so had a she baby. She knew, but she didn't say. Yeah, she got fired because she had a, a baby uh, during the filming of Angel. They incorporated it in the story, and then they just killed her off and fired her. Um, and she said Joss Whedon was just really shitty. Like she she was a I think Catholic or is you know she's an active, actively religious woman and always has been. And she got pregnant during the filming of you know uh, one of the seasons of Angel, and she came to Joss and he was like, "Are you going to keep it?" Like. Basically insinuating, like, you should probably get an abortion if you want to keep your job. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and Sarah Michelle Geller tweeted today and said, look, I will always <clears> love <throat> having my name attached to Buffy Summers. You know, like, I that is a big part of my life, and I loved it, but I don't want to be attached to Joss Whedon anymore. I'm not going to talk about this, but I stand with anyone who speaks up, and, you know, I have children, so I'm just trying to stay focused on that, you know? Michelle Trachtenberg. Well, what played... about that though? If he goes, "Hey, we, I feel it's beautiful that you're having a baby, but um, we've got 178 people with jobs, and we can't hold it up for nine months. Like, we're gonna have to recast you." That's Is that not... somehow against OSHA or I'm sure HR? Hundred percent. But it's also not what he said. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? If he if he had said, "Look, we're gonna have to figure out how to work around it," you know, we may have to limit your role. You know, we have to minimize your role as your pregnancy progresses, A, due to your physical condition, and B, just due to maybe we're not going to have Cordelia be pregnant. So we can shoot around it for a certain point, but we're going to have to, you know, write a situation that yeah. puts you out of commission for a bit until you're ready to come back. That's different. That's a different story. That's happened. And also, that was a long time ago. Like, nowadays, they'd be able to be like, oh, don't worry about it. We'll just yeah, wear a green, you re- wear a green shirt CGI. every episode and you're good. Yeah, just we'll scan your face today, and then we have you forever, by the way. You know, like yeah. you're fine. But, yeah, but I guess... Uh, Michelle Trachtenberg, who played Don Summers in the later seasons of Buffy, said that Joss was creepy with her. Like, it's it's a lot of people coming out, so... He's going to be fucked. And I mean, probably, maybe. It's not as bad as Manson, but... Probably rightfully whatever. so, honestly. Uh, like, it, it's, 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 it's a weird world, but... um. That's I mean, it is a real culture. world. Like the thing about Manson is, I'm thinking like, and this isn't an excuse. It, it is a death of the old guard in the old world. Uh, what did you think was going on? Yeah, with these rock stars. It's yeah, what Rose, they sang think, about. Didn't Rose McGowan talk about him after they broke up? Like, I'm pretty sure she came out and said that he was shitty. 
Because well, Rose McGowan's yeah. well, very she, vocal. Yeah. Well, I won't talk, talk on her, but yeah, like she in her youth was in the middle of all that shit, probably put herself in a bunch of really bad situations, unfortunately, due to whatever drugs or just being young and being crazy. And she, you know, she was infamous for being with Manson, wearing that naked dress. And obviously, you know, that means that she rolled with them. And then later on, she became to be like the Me Too girl who was like, we're abused in Hollywood for fucking with these creepos. And it's like, okay, we need to start figuring out where accountability goes into. And I'm not saying that, and like, you know, somebody is so powerful like a Marilyn Manson. There have not been figures. Marilyn Manson is as big as an Eminem or an Elvis. He was something the world had never seen when he was what he was. So I can understand how crazy, but these people who are now coming out just because one person came out and now there's like everyone around him is collapsing and the label left him and the manager. It's like, y'all knew this shit. Y'all knew this shit. Well, yeah, look, fuck the record labels, fuck his managers and people who 100% knew his legal team. Anyone who knew what he was doing and have probably paid people to shut up. No, hundred percent. They were at the fucking cocaine orgies with him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what you do. But is you go do the shit. Not, that's part of the job. But that's not what he's being outed for. Like, he's was abusive. Uh, he he was an abusive person. And bro, he's out. He's being outed for being a fucking creep. Is what it is. Is being sex obsessed, abuse obsessed. Like they're like he threw axes and knives at me. That was him being edge. I doubt. He's ever murdered somebody. Yeah, bro, I'm pretty sure on. he's probably sexually abused and stuff because people were like, "I'm I, in this." I can't. Can you? I, I can't get with you on this one, my man. <laughs> no, I'm not defending him at all. I think that he's a fucking wacko nutjob idiot who's probably doing shit thinking he's fucking dope. I mean, I can't throw in like a Rob Zombie, but you think Rob Zombie hasn't had some weird ass orgies with like maybe some bloodletting involved? Now, he's been with Sherry was Moon, consenting? baby forever, baby. He's been with his wife forever. Rob Zombie's a wholesome metalhead, baby. Do you think Rob Zombie's never been in an orgy where he's drinking somebody's blood or somebody's not drinking his blood? I don't know. Maybe, but that's... But I don't Manson, know. Manson, I could see being a out-of-control... I forgot what podcast this it was. Gonna I think be a it was quick Rogan episode. or some shit, where they wanted to have him on. But it was like an agreement where like he needed to be able to get up and go to the bathroom every like 15 minutes to do coke or some shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you're dealing with a drug addict, weirdo, sex addict, violence addict. I'm the Antichrist. Like, he's been living this dream life of I'm this weirdo who has this debaucherous, disgusting lifestyle and I'm so sick and twisted. I I don't know, but I'm pretty sure a lot of it is probably him believing that he needs to act out the psycho that he is. Because like a lot of these cases are like, oh, he deprived me of water and food and he threw weapons at the house. And I'm thinking like in my head, I'm like, he was probably so edgelord. It's like he was – and I'm not defending this. He's being abusive. You can't do this to people. Like he, this guy deserves to be buried under the prison. Something tells me that he's just been believing his own makeup. Yeah, smelling his own farts, dude. He's had too many BS exactly. around him. But here's my thing. I <sighs> – he can go to. He can fuck off. No, he can fuck off. And uh, but yeah. with the Me Too movement, man, like I gotta tell you, accountability stops when power is is in play. And 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 I know. So look, we are men. <laughs> I okay. think we look at these situations a little different. And and we're all humans. I understand that. But when I look at that, I think of it through the lens of my male perspective, where like. Yeah, if if someone offered me, you know, a million dollars to eat their pussy, I'm eating the shit out of their pussy and I'm feeling zero remorse or fear. You mm-hmm. know, like whatever. 
but those situations are not what those what these people you know these women were in or whatever so like they don't know what they're getting into yeah and so i i hesitate to be with you on that but let's let's move on well to be we'll move on but to be with me on what because i'm not defending manson at all no but you started saying something about accountability during the with rose mcgowan and all that so i just wanted to make clear that i oh well what i'm saying is only is sometimes i mean i mean i guess if we want to leave it there yeah i guess we'll leave it there i'm I'm not saying bro i'm not saying rose mcgowan needs to be held accountable for being in her 20s and being smoking hot and wanting to date the biggest rock star in the world and enjoying cocaine and then three days later finding out have i been locked in this room for three days yeah that's abuse he fucking abused you and he tricked you did you never know what's going on like you know like but i mean it is a there is a conundrum when it when when things happen where there is a bit of a conundrum when it happens where we're dealing with adults and then like decisions. But then again, somebody like him is manipulative and you could start out at a party at P Diddy's house and three days later you wake up and you're chained to a basement. Yeah. Which what it sounds like is what he would do is, is like, Hey, we're having a cool party. John five will be there. Rob zombie will be there. And then she wakes up from a fucking opium overdose three days later. And she's, you know, whoever is chained to a bedroom and Manson's acting crazy because he thinks he's fucking he's the God um, fuck. Invader Zim and he's got all the hot topic shit and he's like, I'm fucking Manson. I, I, I believe that he's a, a, a total piece of shit. But uh, it's just – I'm not blaming Rose McGowan or anybody at all. I'm saying it's just a shitty fucking – it's a shitty fucking weird thing. Like, yeah, t- 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 I mean, it's a, weird, I, it's a weird place. Yeah, and we all recognize hindsight is twenty twenty. Like, I'm sure yeah. you look at it and you're like, okay, I expected him to be a person, right? Like, I think the expectation I is didn't. that it was, well, <laughs> what I mean is, like, I'm sure the expectation is, like, yeah, Manson is a persona, you know what I mean? That's Brian Warner, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's a person. Unfortunately, he's been his persona since he was in his yeah. early 20s. Unfortunately, and it's taken the, over his life, and he believes that he is that. Bruce Wayne is the mask, you know? So it's it's whatever. Yeah. But, um, so let's just finish this fucking news so we can get out of here because it's late. Uh, so Gina Carano was fired. So CD Projekt Red was hacked. Did you see this? Yes. Yeah, Cyberpunk. Actually, did and you the see the, the latest, latest, latest that yeah. just happened a couple hours ago? Yeah. Well, so the code All was right. stolen for Cyberpunk and Witcher Three, and then they just leaked Gwent's source code. Yeah. And then I don't know if there was CG Project Red's uh, inner inner workings is out. Like their shit is out. Yeah. I mean, all they've pretty much done is Witcher, Gwent, and cyberpunk and yeah. all the source codes are out yep uh, i did see a funny meme someone was like what are you gonna do fix it yeah <laughs> we need to make fucking cyberpunk work dude what a fart in the wind huh after all that hype dude all that hype we're what two months out and literally no one cares yeah and there were people remember when there were people like it's still an amazing game what fuck mm-hmm. are they? Is still playing it, you dumb bitch? Is still great? Marcos. Remember my buddy Marcos, oh, my dummy friend? Masterpiece. My dummy friend who thinks everything's a masterwork, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was talking to him last night. <laughs> and even he had to be like, <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't really, it's not really working. Because he's playing <laughs> it on a base PS4 oh, with God. a non-working disk drive. And he's like, nah, yeah, it's still cyberpunk. It's so cool, the city. And he was <laughs> like, I just, I couldn't even drive around. There was just shit blowing up everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, I know. It's yeah, broken. you dumb bitch. That's what everyone was talking about. A buddy of my work the other day, he was like, uh, Christian, he was like, uh, the February patches up. 
And, and I was like, and I was saying, I was like, if I play Cyberpunk, it's going to be June, July. Mm-hmm. If I play it again, it'll be June or July or something. If I play because, it again, it'll be in five years probably. When I'm like, I wonder how that game is, and then I launch it. But I just like I just thought of that. Like people are like the source codes are like yeah, who cares? It's trash. That game sucked. Like no, it's, it sucks for Witcher because yeah, yeah. This is what sucks because uh. So here's something that usually happens: is people take something for ransom, and then that. Usually they never pay the ransom, and then yeah. the people don't do anything. With and they it. get in trouble, probably. They, so they what ended up happening this money. time, I believe, is the people who took it for ransom and said "pay us," and then CG Project was like, "No," and they're like, "Okay, we sold it to our highest bidder. We've given it away. It's gone now." Yep. Goodbye so to like, your source uh, code. Somebody idiots. has it. Yeah. Which and is a weird the thing. thing is like, though, is cares? here's go ahead. I mean. I don't know enough about programming and like game design to know how much that matters, but I'm like, who cares? If you still got it, just keep making your game. <laughs> you know, I'm not, like, I'm not very good at technology, but I do understand these things mentally a little bit because I'm very good at video games. The Witcher 3 code is what's important. Yeah. And what it is 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 one of the best games in the last decade. The code is leaked. Yeah, so someone can reskin and make a new game out of it, right? Like pretty easy. Well, now they can see the skeleton. Yeah. Now they can, you know what it is? Is now the recipe for the the, the thirty eight spices and KFC yeah, chicken or yeah. however or the the yeah the the, re, the recipe and spices is out or whatever. Now. Yeah. But what are they going to do? Are they going to share it or are they going to Martin Scrawly it and hide the final Wu Tang album? Well, but CD Projekt still has it, right? Like, yeah, but they're fucked, bro. They yeah, fucked. they fucked up. Okay. Fuck what are they going to release it? Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. When someone, like, I remember those, a girl, Bella Thorne, when somebody was like, we have your nudes. You need to, what are you going to do? And the next day, crying, she was like, somebody stole my nudes and is blackmailing me. So, hey, everybody, here's my nudes. Mm-hmm. You take the power away from them. Yeah. How baller of a move would it be for CG Project Red to say, we're being held up for ransom for this for the cyberpunk code, and we're not going to deal with these fucking cyber terrorists. Hey, everyone, come to our official website, and if you can handle it, here's our whole fucking game. We're going to work on our patches, but here's the damn game. Can you do better? Yeah. Everybody would be fucking with that gaming code right now, and it would be they would have they would have stolen the wind out of their sails. But you never know what really. I mean, technically, we don't like. I'm sure there's some tech person screaming at the headphones right now, going like, "You don't know what you're talking about. It doesn't work like that. It's not plug and play." But um, it's a bummer that that happened for them. I feel bad. Um, I don't feel bad. Uh, I mean, I don't feel bad because I don't work for them, and it's not like a game I care about. But it sucks. It's you know. I'm yeah. sure this is affecting some people's livelihoods, but you made your money back, so everyone at least got the compensation that they were going to get for making that game. Yeah, and they already fucked. They already kind of ruined their entire company. Yeah. Uh, they lost all their trust. Uh, God, dude, they how were do you the go beacon. from Witcher 3, which is one of the most lauded games in the last decade, to the biggest failure in gaming history almost? Yeah, I mean, God. one of the biggest letdowns of all time. Yeah. Easily. The biggest come up and the biggest letdown. Yeah. How they came you? from nothing. Witcher 1 and 2. 2 was like pretty 
critically, you know, lauded, but not as to a the P- point of w- three. You have to put this caveat as a PC game. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> sure. they're very much so PC games. They're like PC. They're yeah, they're PC games, exclusives. Bro. I'm pretty sure uh, one and two. Um, but yeah, then three being like one of the greatest games, you know, critically just like put on a pedestal yeah. and then yeah, for Superman years trust cd project red they're honest they'll never fuck us and then they destroyed their reputation by lying <sighs> openly hiding hiding the truth not even like lying and then lying by omission and then forcing people to not use their own footage refusing to give out anything but pc codes like they yeah. they fucking fucked us what are, what are those themselves. things called uh embargoes yeah with the embargoes, they, they didn't allow anyone to show actual gameplay of the game until it was released. Yeah. Everything before release of the game was there provided footage. Was there provided pre-rendered footage. There was never any like, hey guys, we got to play Cyberpunk for four hours today and here's what we saw. Like no one you didn't get to do that. They were just like, they trust us, they trust us, they trust us. And then and this is beating a dead horse. We We've come to know and find out. They knew this beforehand. They came out yeah. and apologized. Like, you, you fucked up. You did a bad job. But you can't... Apo- so, like, them apologizing for that shit is like your spouse apologizing for cheating on you. I was just about to say, that's like me apologizing you to you for fucking your wife yeah. after I fucked your wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, you Being already like, I'm so sorry. It. Like, nah, bro. Sorry people don't do that shit. I used to tell... My and actually, ex. wait, we need to fix that. It's not that, it's not that. It's, that's like me apologizing for stealing a hundred bucks from your wallet mm-hmm. after I stole a hundred bucks from your wallet and I'm holding the hundred bucks. Yeah, and you're not giving it back though. Like you're like, I'm going to keep it. Unless this. you go to Sony and they'll give it to you. But uh, you, well, can, if you can find my friend Pookie in the hood, he'll give it to you, but only if you find him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, fuck Cyberpunk, Fuck dude. them, dude. Fuck them for that. And fuck like, every single youtuber every single game site every reviewer who prior to the embargo going up or going down gave cyberpunk a good score i don't care if you were on pc and you know whatever it's a broken game and even best settings beyond, or not even beyond broke being broken it's a shallow shell of what we were promised and if you gave yeah. it anything over a six or a seven you're a fucking liar and you have no journalistic integrity gamergate gamergate anyways um last uh last thing i have before we get into street fighter is uh jack black uh has been cast as the voice of claptrap and oh Borderlands thank god film. you remembered that i saw it before and forgot to clip it and Good. he's joining kevin hart who's playing roland i'm not sure about that one um <laughs> i'm sure he'll be fine kevin hart is hilarious. I, I like kevin hart just roland is like a badass like and kevin hart does not scream badass to me no He's, Kevin Hart gets beat up funny. by his five-year-old children. Yeah, he's like he's <laughs> amazing at physical comedy and even written comedy. Like he's a great actor, great writer. It's just I don't see him as Roland. But listen, people have surprised me before, dude. Bro, did you ever see him in Friday After Next when he was like both of y'all? If you don't remember both of y'all with the handguns, then forget it. You can keep yeah, moving. I don't remember. Uh, and then Kate Blanchett has been cast as uh, Tannis, the Doctor. Uh, no. And oh, sorry. Jamie Lee Curtis is Tannis. Kate Blanchett is the siren. Uh, I forget her name. Lilith. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have Lilith. We have freaking Jamie Lee Curtis. Jack Black. So this to me is screaming. Um, 
really cool Hollywood film for Jumanji. A game. I don't really know. Oh, I mean, Jumanji is really like I didn't see the dude Jumanji. Me Were there two with The Rock? Yeah, and him. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't see those, but I'm pretty sure they're probably pretty awesome. So what this tells me is that they're spending a lot more money than they need to. Um, just make a good movie. Yeah. Um, but I'll be interested to see Jamie Lee Curtis doing comedy. Uh, she's done it in her career. Like True Lies is a great movie, and that's oh, like yeah. an action comedy film. And Tannis also that a, strip scene was yeah. super hot. Tannis God, is a pretty damn. funny character too. In the second game, the third game is trash, but uh, writing wise, but um, she's pretty funny. And so Jamie Lee Curtis, I think, will be it'll be interesting. I think Kate Blanchett as uh, Lilith. Lilith is a very uh, deadpan character. She's not a comedic relief character she's like one of the driving forces behind the story her and roland so it's going to be interesting to see what they do there um yeah isn't she more cerebral where it's just dry delivery yeah and Mm -hmm. yes well then it's kate blanchett well and she gives like the sweeping speeches you know and all that shit like we need to rise up and get this you know whatever bullshit so let's get into street fire news and let's go to fucking bed you're gonna go to bed i'm gonna stay up um Okay, so here's the deal. The reason why we're getting a whole bunch of Street Fighter V shit, the reason why we're getting a fifth season of Street Fighter V, Street Fighter V should be finished. Uh, I can't really corroborate any of this shit because I'm not in the know. But what people in the know are saying is that people in the know um, basically know Street Fighter VI was supposed to kind of maybe come out at the end of the year or maybe the beginning of next year. Something's really wrong with Street Fighter Six. That <laughs> this sucks so bad, dude. Something's wrong with Street Fighter Six. Yeah, they're so to push they're it back. trying to fix whatever it is. It could be gameplay, it could be direction, it could be characters, it could be anything. We don't know, man. Seemingly something's just off. They don't want to release it yet. Yeah. So so something's fucked with Street Fighter Six, right? And I'll tell you my guess. You ready for my guess? Good. It's they got to the testing phase, and they are getting really bad like comments. Like either their designs for the characters are really whack, or something. You know, like something's wrong because I don't know. They what should it could be, be so honed at this point, right? It should be such a an well, oiled well, machine. Well, no, because we're going into Street Fighter Six, which is a new game. And Street Fighter 4 was such a departure from 3. And 5 was kind of... It was a departure from 4, but added a whole bunch with all the V-trigger, V-mechanics. Um, I'm just trying to pull this up. Street Fighter. Um, the thing is, is that like 5 was really cool. It brought in the whole V-mechanics and everything like that. And it... Caused a rift in the kind of community, but the game has still been doing good. But by now, Street Fighter V is supposed to be done when they released Champion Edition. We did a whole fucking episode on it where we're like, Street Fighter V is finished. We have Champion Edition. The final character is Seth. Gil and Seth. It's done. And then what ended up happening was, is like, oh, uh, there's actually going to be a fifth season of Street Fighter V. With um, you know, five new characters or six new characters or some shit, and what we're gonna do is, is yeah, we're gonna roll it out through 2021, and everyone's like, huh, it's weird. You were done. 
you were you were you were done with the game, and so what they did was that something was going wrong with Street Fighter Six. So to catch up, all oh, that was just ramble. We don't know what the fuck Street Fighter Six is going to be. We don't know what it's going to be. We don't know what it's going to look like. We don't know what time period it's going to take in because Street Fighter is all over the place. But we do know that we're going to get one more season with five characters. We're going to get Dan, Rose, Oro, Akira from Rival Schools. So Dan from Alpha, Rose from Alpha, Oro from Street Fighter Three, and Akira from Rival Schools. Which is very, very cool. And then a secret fifth last character. Maximilian Dude swears it's going to be um, an SNK character. He's actually put up like 650 um, – what are those called? Prime subs. Mm. On his on his Twitch, he's like, I'm making a bet. If I lose it, he's like 500 Twitch subs. Jesus. If I'm wrong, like that's cash in his pocket. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so and in the end, here's the deal. So yesterday was Street Fighter Five, uh, Street Fighter Five Season Five Winter Update came out. So we already know we have Dan Hibiki coming out. Rose is coming. You know, whatever. Those are the first two they're starting with is Dan Hibiki and Rose. So they there's a video out there that shows you Rose's mechanics as well as Dan. Uh, very cool stuff. Dan's first special costume is a Tengu mask. And it's Mr. Karate from SNK, hey. which is what – but Dan sometimes wears it. Dan is a – so Dan's character is from SNK. Dan's character is a copy – it's a joke character where they're making fun of uh, Roberto from Art of Fighting, who is based on Steven Seagal. So they mix Roberto with Sakazaki. Before I forget. You keep saying Roberto. I just realized, you know the armored knight in Sekido? Who he you screams Roberto when you kill him. Yeah. Roberto's firecrackers prosthetic are his son's firecrackers. Yeah. Yeah, those are the gifts that he would bring them for his son to entertain his son. When he dies, he goes, Roberto! Robert! <laughs> and it's so weird because you're playing like Sekido. And it's like, Gyobu. Gyoshuntidish. And then out of nowhere, some guy's like, Roberto, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> well, I, I I listen in Japanese, so he says Roberto. So yeah, so Dan in Street Fighter is a character that makes fun of Robert Garcia in King of Fighters, which is a very very cool Shoto style character who is derived from Steven Seagal, who is a living joke. Go look up Tom Segura, Steven Seagal bit. And uh, so we have Dan coming out, and oddly enough, his first bonus costume is Tengu Mask, which is Mr. Karate, which is Ryo Sakazaki's father, Takuma, uh, which is cool. So we see the gameplay for Dan. We see the gameplay for Rose. Very cool. We still don't see anything for Oro or Akira. At the end of the winter update, they did show the, the base model for Oro with the floating things around him, which looked very cool, very neat. Very nice. Uh, they did reveal a new mechanic. So now we have something called V-Shift, which is really cool. V-Shift is basically a reverse parry where you can kind of like dodge back. I can't really describe it too much without talking forever about it. But go look up the uh, – go look – guys, go look up Maximilian, dude. 
when you're going to look up some of these fighting games things, he does a really good job. He's a very, very qualified, well-rounded dude who does really great content. I mean, he was even – I mean, official Square buddies used him officially for, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake announcement shit. Like, he's a really, really high-level streamer guy who's been – this is the guy this guy's doing what we want to do you know so maximilian dude's really good so watch his breakdown of it um nerdy guy <laughs> he's what you think us nerds we all look the same nerdy ass fucking loser guy um but he's great you know and he does a good job and they show the video v uh v shift looks very cool rose looks cool i won't play her but she has some really cool mechanics uh dan looks cool i won't use him at all they also revealed 11 Eleven is a character from Street Fighter Three, which was basically if you think of aliens and you know about like Anunnaki, Enki, Enlil, um, Zachary Sitchin, uh, Nibiru, all that weird fucking alien fucking Illuminati shit. Uh, Eleven is basically a gray alien precursor to what the Seth models were all brought forth forth between the. the Technology between Gill and Bison's stuff. Uh, but in this game, instead of making him his full own character, Eleven is basically is going to function as a Mokujin in Street Fighter, which we've never had, which is great. Tekken has a character named Mokujin, so do other games. A Mokujin basically means when you select this character, it mimics a random character. So by selecting Eleven, you will be selecting Randomize. So every round, I'm not sure if it's every round or every match. Rounds and matches are different. Rounds are one, matches are, or no. Yeah, matches are two out of three, round is just one. It will randomize your character. So we'll have a new way to play with a randomizing element with 11. We've also got the Rose stage from Street Fighter Alpha 2 has been recreated and put into this game with the original Alpha music remastered, remixed. So it's really cool. We got some Street Fighter 5 news. It's pretty dope. There's some new game mechanics. Obviously, there's going to be some new colors and some new costumes. Look it up. Eleven looks really incredible in his original form, but in the end, all he does is just take the form of another character, a la the Heralds in Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which sucks. It just reduces them to a two-color palette um, clay model. Uh, also, this will come with, you know, character pass. Like, basically, the season five pass will come with five new characters: Dan, Rose, Oro, Akira, and a secret character. Premium pass will come with all five character colors, three through ten. Bonus content: eleven, which is a bro- you know bonus way to, p- to play. Uh, a PS4 theme, twenty-six costumes, two stages, all five character colors, three through ten for story for. Uh, colors 11 through 15, a bunch of shit, 100,000 fight money, just a bunch of stuff. It's a big update for Street Fighter V if you play Street Fighter V. I know that a lot of you don't play Street Fighter V. We all have Street Fighter V because it was free on PlayStation Plus a couple of months ago, and I really want to get a room going in the next, you know, I've been wanting to talk about it, but I never do. But anybody out there who does want to play some Street Fighter, hit me up, Jester954 on PSN. And I'd like to have a night if we can if if we can get up to twelve of us that would be gangster dude and do a tournament like we can make rooms in this fight. Uh, I'm not that good, you know. You know, I'm pretty good at video games, but uh, I think it would be fun to play some Street Fighter Five right now if you download it for free. 
you can get season one through five characters to play all of them, or one through four. So there's a lot for you to play right now in Street Fighter V if you want to just dip your toes in and try it out. I would really recommend trying it right right now because they're giving you four or five seasons. No, four seasons. Yeah, the whole fucking game. Because season five hasn't even started to roll out yet. You get seasons one through four, everybody, right now. You can play them all. So just go download it for free. Try it out. Um on PlayStation. Also, sorry for the rest of you ex-losers, ex-boners. Uh, but yeah, Street Fighter V is a cool game, a great game. And just get your fighting chops up there, because that's what we're going to do. Play some Street Fighter stuff. It's, this is going to be mostly a King of Fighters year, but I would really like to play some King, uh, some Street Fighter soon. So, Other than that, I think that's it. Dope. Alright, uh, we're going to go over to Facebook, and then we're going to get out of here. So we got a post, uh, Jesse posted up, ask your questions or comments or whatever you want to say. So Thomas Barton says, hey guys, hope all is well. Sending some love from the frozen wasteland that is New York State. Stay warm for me. It was hot as fuck today. This week's been rough. Yeah. Running, running has it, been a nightmare. It sucks because like the cool evenings are gone. Yeah. Like Because there'd be some nice times where you'd go outside and it's like 67, 65. Or like. 69 nice yeah uh, nice yeah so I we'll stay warm so many years. <laughs> i haven't 69 since 1983 <laughs> <laughs> you know how much i'd pay for a girl to fart my face right now <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while it's been a while for your boy november of 2019 is the last time your boy got laid Damn, bro. Yeah, it's been a while, guys. It's been a while since I had someone's <laughs> asshole in my face. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I think, I think it's over. I think it's done forever. Nah, bro. Nah, I think it's done oh, forever. Oh, I've been listening to this dude. Uh, his name is happygamer.gg. He's a Harvard-educated therapist who's also a <laughs> Twitch streamer and gamer. And he interviews gamers. And and they talk about specific things like they you know he he basically has a therapy session with famous streamers and just different people. It's been really cool. I've been putting it on while I'm working. Um, his name is Doctor K. He's really 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 cool, and he's just really smart. Like the way he walks people to to get them to start to see their behaviors and and like have perspective is just really interesting. So. Yeah. Uh, Dan West, one of our favorite people on earth, says everything I want to talk about is verboten nowadays. So my comment is I hope you're all safe, healthy, and happy. Thanks for answering. I want you to DM us because I want to know what you think is verboten to speak about. Because if anything, you and I can speak about it in private. Sure. I like Volkswagens too. Um, uh, Thank you for answering my question last time. And of course, spread those cheeks wide because here I come. Bam! (laughs) <laughs> oh no, my butt. Have a great show, gents. Harry hugs all around. I mean, you probably enjoyed our conversation tonight. We went a little political. Um Who's next uh says who's next gaming entertainment, sorry, says stream the Guardian Ape fight, Aaron, or record the winning fight and share. Probably do both. Uh and Jim Smith says, Amen. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, you definitely need to who is Jim Smith? He's like an old dude. I don't know. We got an old. We got an old head up in we here. We got an old dude and his. We got a boomer. His comment was. We got a boom bastic boom boom. 
It'll be great if he's like, bitch, I'm the same age as you because we old as fuck anyway. <laughs> That's true. He just has a white beard. It's really, he, he looks like a nice dude. Oh, I just nice. never seen, he's never commented on anything. And he just wrote, he's amen. Blessed. And it said, bless. So I'm like, is he some kind of Christian bot? <laughs> if so, wow. Jim, hey, buddy. I'm sorry. Not gonna lie. I'm My sorry, Jesse uh, <laughs> is going to be fighting you at the end of times. <laughs> what the eternal battle at the end of time <laughs> that thing yeah. yeah um actually i've been finding some white hairs in my in my hair i'm like i kind of get excited i do like saying though that that though sometimes people ask me what my mask is i have a triumvirate mask from behemoth mm-hmm. and sometimes someone is like oh what's that mask mean and i'm like you don't want to know they're like what's it mean i'm like <laughs> i go <laughs> Represents behemoth from the mighty Poland. It's the triumvirate. It means that at the end of time, during the eternal battle, I will stand opposed to the flaccid Christ and his father and stand next to Lucifer and take them down. Oh, boy. <laughs> Even though I don't mean that because not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real. You <laughs> know, but I just, uh, I find it funny. But no, that's that's very nice. I look yeah. forward to a white beard. Hopefully I, I live long enough for my beard to turn white. Jim, if you're real, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Thanks for Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, Jim. Facebook, Amen. even though we're debaucherous shitlords that go against probably every one of your Christian values, we appreciate you for listening. And uh, all of you guys, honestly. And um, oh yeah, we love you. Uh, if any of you guys know anyone who's willing to 69 with Jesse during a pandemic. <laughs> I don't. I would rather not. It's okay. Uh, no, come I, on, stick, dude. I, I 69 with my PS controller and my stream. I'm going to stream some video games tonight, actually. Uh, yeah. You guys can always catch us at Nerds the Podcast on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash Nerds Podcast. Give us a follow. Usually almost pretty much almost about every day. Um, Jesse usually takes one day off a week. It's yet yeah, kind of maybe ish. It's yeah. if I if if I'm off, I'm sick. <laughs> or playing Sekido and you don't want to stream it. <laughs> or playing Sekido and I don't want to stream it. Yeah. Uh, but you can usually catch us every day. If not, catch our backlogs because um, a lot of times it is pretty late. But you can watch like what we did the last night. You know, Twitch. It's kind of dick. It deletes your videos. So like, you can always go back and watch like the last like two or three days, especially since we do so many streams. Like I do like two or three per night, and I think it saves up to maybe eight or something, ten Yeah, or there's 12. always a good backlog, though. A couple of hours at least or, you know, a, yeah. a, a grip of hours, in fact. So. But we play, and, um, you know, and um, often I just play whatever the fuck I want, but also I do always take a request. If, if one person is like, play this, and I don't want to play it, I'm probably going to play it. Except for Hollow Knight Moon, I'm not fucking playing Hollow Knight again. Um... <laughs> But uh, other than that, yeah, you guys can catch us everywhere else on Instagram. It's uh, Nerd Podcast. Everywhere else, it's Nerds the Podcast. And I'm just from 954, but who gives a fuck about that? Because we're coagulated into nerds now. So my name is Jesse, a.k.a. Just from 954. We have merged our personalities into one. This is Aaron Junkler Van Damme We love you, and uh, we'll see you in a week. Take care of yourselves, guys.
doing the splits. <laughs> Today, we are going to do cocaine. We are going to do the splits. With my After mother. lunch, we are going to watch my daughter. She is going to sunbathe by the pool. But she is extra sexy because <laughs> half of her is me. My mother is doing a split on the couch and the hungry couch. <laughs> How bad was it in the video? Only I accidentally, I accidentally video. cut you off. My bad. That's fine. I didn't think you were recording that. Yeah, there's the um, end, guys. I kind of no. Who cares? They, they can really they can be left in in uh, mystery. How the fuck did we do another three hours? I was like, this one will be like an hour and forty five.